You are about to enter the realm of Erdseeheimel, a magical land full of great treasures, warring nations, and dark dangers. But before that, this is the voice of Holly, your human cleric, and you're about to listen to the audio podcast version of our show, D6 Sandside. If you wish to watch the original broadcasts of D6, episodes go live on Sundays at 9 a.m. PST and 12 p.m. EST on the Patreon, and the following week on the D6 YouTube channel. Afterward, the audio versions are released here on the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcast platforms on Saturdays at 6 a.m. PST and 9 a.m. EST. Now, whether you're listening to this at work, driving, or prefer the audio format, please be aware of your surroundings and listen to your podcast responsibly. Thank you all, and let's get into the show. Hello, welcome back, everyone. Yes, Hi. Howdy. There is no yeah, war in Barsing Se. It's what the it's it's what the rock is. What Murad is cooking? Oh, snap! <laughs> it's, it's what, what Murad is cooking. <laughs> 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 Given that the fact that this episode involves a fighting ring, it's just like it's kind of writing itself. And on top of that, if <laughs> yeah. I remember right, we all put bets on Murad winning his round. Yeah, and Murad ca- calls yeah, you. You guys are sweet, sweet but, but also idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Can you all smell what Murad? Murad can play a good show. He's not gonna win. (laughs) Cotton can't act worth a damn. It's just gonna be a fight. (laughs) Right. Uh, (laughs) Any which way, I am Yoroshien, and I bring together some of friends from across the internet to play on a D&D show. Uh, before we get into today, we're gonna go and jump into a couple of announcements, mainly, uh, for whatever we were missing between December to now. Uh, so, first and foremost, over on our Patreon, uh, I will be hopefully releasing, uh, two homebrews, one that will be free for everyone to use and, uh, play test in their games. Again, if you have any, uh, have any concerns or balancing, uh, recommendations, there will be, uh, avenues such as the comment section for that document, as well as various other, uh, social media platforms that you are welcome to just let me know if there are possible changes. I am constantly looking for information for people to feed back to me. Um, <clears throat> as for other homebrews, uh, the... The Ritter Mage is almost done. I just need art. And that should be about it. As well, uh, hopefully I just might release them in the same month for everyone. Um, I'm releasing the mag- uh, Ursi Heimel's Firearm Magazine, which will, uh, which will include three backgrounds, three feats, three brand new subclasses for Warlock, uh, for Ranger and for Fighter, and it's a revamped version of the Gunslinger. Uh, also, an entire armory of uh, magical ammunition, magical guns, and a brand new gun setup. So, if you guys are interested, oh, and also brand new rules as well. So, if you guys are interested, by all means, um, uh, it will be made available to our $10 patrons. Uh, when it does come out again, it's like getting a whole art, other game. All that fun stuff. <laughs> it's a massive expansion for firearms in this game. Uh, uh, as far as other announcements, I don't think 
don't think that's uh oh goodness me uh i have promised in the last episode that we were gonna have a guest this episode unfortunately due to some scheduling errors uh we will not be able to catch our guest this week we'll catch them next week um it, it, it's not too big of a problem. We just hope them well wishes. And, uh, hopefully they have their spoons back because it does sound like they, they were yeah, this is yeah. Scheduling, the true BBEG. Yeah, it's, it's D&D. When there isn't, right? and when there isn't a scheduled conflict, that's when you get worried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's too quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the mysteries. Um, so I think that about accounts for it so i think it is time after so long because i've missed you guys so 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 much and i am not biting my time trying to frame of reference listeners it's been about Uh, a month month and a half since we last recorded yar yeah we're all shaking we're all shaking the dust off yeah uh yeah if you if you need to roll your digital d20s to shake off the dust go for it already did (laughs) i would do it now oh man i got some pretty good rolls in there no 20s but good rolls some pretty uh decent rolls Got a lot of ro- so, low rolls. Okay, so that I think it's time we jump on into. <laughs> I feel like that might be on I mean, par with what yeah. we do. <laughs> Aaron and I had a conversation, and we're both very confused about, despite how kitted Mirad is, he can't seem to hit anything. <laughs> this is very true. Oh, shit. <laughs> poor, poor baby. <laughs> anyway, which way? Let us jump on into today's session of D6 Woo-hoo. Santa. So, where we had last left off, as our adventurers make their way to the uh, northern area into the uh, northeast side of Alernon, landing in Baccarat in order to try and find this uh, skilled hunter of people, if you will, uh, a tracker. You all find yourselves doing odd jobs to collecting information of what's been happening around the area, as well as some other unique uh, situations that have been brought up. An individual had approached, not just only Mirad, another individual approached Roloy, uh, one giving them an opportunity to fight at the uh, the fireball, but also a uh, an individual from Roloy's past two individuals, one who is hunting him based off of the orders of a pirate lord, and the other, his sister. After one fight, uh, winning to the side of Cotton, you all begin to notice within the fireball, this fighting pit and tavern, that a a coagulation of various Umbrians have began to make their way within this one space, almost a meeting, if you will. 
With the whole stage set and tensions high, continue on with today's session. As you Cotton make your way back into the uh, to the back rooms, <laughs> well, uh, claiming your winnings of two hundred and fifty gold pieces for Sweet. your victory, and as well as being surrounded by uh, various impressed individuals, having taken down that large Orkin man uh, from before. Just doing the smile and nod. This is awkward. Tries not to get too close. <laughs> like, ah, yes, thanks. <laughs> Got to do some apt stretches before fighting. <laughs> uh, not long after you, uh, you find that dwarven woman who comes up to you. That's a good fight. Definitely a good fight. And congratulations. Um, however, a individual was kind of interested in talking to you about something. I uh, wanted a bit of privacy if you'd be uh, happy. There's a local room over there that you're welcome to have that discussion with. Uh, who did this person look like? Big, tall, uh, all white, wearing a mask. Of course he does. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. No problem. It kind of just pats the side of your fuzzy leg and walks off to collect the next fighter, Mira. As you feel a faint whisper coming to the back of your head as something kind of just replaces a memory of something that you once had with something new and powerful. Oh dear. Oh no. And you can feel it in your hands. Uh, a gift has been given to you by Beltonia. Yeah, oh. We'll find out more about that later. Like, <laughs> I almost thought it was Modius fucking with his memory somehow from far away, like he blew too thin or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be scary. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, thanks. As so betting on me. I just want to see what you're capable of. Thank you. Fine text. I mm. want to see your wife kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that sounds that's just, just like her. Yeah. That sounds like, just like her. Where it's like, okay, you want me to win up until my wife. Got it. <laughs> As kind of pushing through the crowd and of all standing apart and kind of keeping an eye on any, on everything. You see as the small dwarven woman comes up to you. Oh, so you must be the next fighter. Um, getting your challenge up and ready if you just want to head down to the pits. If you're more than welcome to take okay. the time. <laughs> just, by yeah. the way, having to look way up. Yeah, even taller than the one that tall. they were originally talking to, being Cotton. It's just like, yep, even taller. It's like, alright. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, alright, and uh, as you make your way towards the back rooms... <clears throat> Holly. Mm. You do take note that 
The air here is definitely different. There are multiple individuals that seemingly cross and talk amongst each other for just a moment and then split off to talk to other individuals and then those individuals talk to the same ones. You're noticing a strange pattern amongst the lot of them. You see as one elven woman, uh, tall, uh, long blonde hair kind of pulled back into a ponytail and almost looks very bad business bitch like as she passes by you and begins to make her way out the door. I'm gonna kind of turn and see if I can follow her with my gaze a little bit, see if I can get an idea of where she's going. She is heading straight for the exit of the fireball. Um, you could kind of tell she's she's got a intent to leave as quickly as possible. All right, I'm gonna lean into my little ring and tell everybody, hey. Um, I'm seeing word of mouth pass around the room really fast, and while I haven't heard what it is that's going on, somebody I just watched somebody leave. It looks like they know something's about to go down. I would keep your eyes peeled. There is a there is a muttered yeah. Imagine that. All right, keep an eye out. Don't know if anyone. <laughs> Yeah, Cotton would bring up her own and be like, well, if it makes you feel any better, and she's using sarcasm, Arthur wants to talk to me. Don't want you to talk to him. Don't go in there alone. I don't want to talk to him. Well, unfortunately, that's what he wants. We all want things. He doesn't necessarily get you alone just because he wants it. He can schedule a meeting. No. Or on the other hand, find out what's going on. We should find out why a bunch of these people are here. Unfortunately, I cannot, because I'm going to be fighting next. But I trust y'all to... Careful with how many words you say, it's 25 it's, words only. It, it restarts. <laughs> no, it, the, the sending ring... Oh, it does? Okay, yeah, the I thought we were still restricted. Infinite. Got it. As long as it's within the same... Uh, within have, the vicinity of the We have, gotcha, we have a gotcha, uh, word gotcha. limit, but that's just per message. We can just make as many messages as we want. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. just, just yeah, still pretend it's like, like a walkie. Yeah, there's pauses it. in between, like the sentences. The real limit is distance. Uh, roger that. Over. <laughs> um, but yeah. All right. I think I trust you all to know how to be sneaky and gather information while the rest of us are pleasing the crowd. I hope you all can at least try to find out something while these very informative and informed people are around. It just feels like a setup. Mm, This feels like a meeting place of just a lot of big fish. I don't think a fight's gonna break out amongst these people. It would be, it would be too much, too much to cover up. Well, I'll keep my Maybe big, they're not looking I'll keep for a cover-up. Sorry, what was that? Maybe they're not looking for a cover-up. They're looking to trade secrets, I think. 
Or maybe somebody's about to get jumped and we're going to get caught in the crossfire. So be ready to skedaddle if we need to. We need to be quick. Yeah, we got to get out of here as fast as we can for Roloy anyway. Roger that. I'll I mean, keep the pathway open. It's it's fine to run, yes, but if we don't find out why they have been here, then it's gonna bug us if we just leave without any information. Oh no, I'm I'm fully intending to listen. Okay. But just... if but if things get hairy. Oh yeah, we're leaving if things get hairy. Absolutely. I'm not staying to fight. Fuck these people. <laughs> yeah, you'd be landed back to the ship. Yeah. We'll all meet back at the ship if even if we get separated. Um if something big happens, but try your best to gather as much information in the meantime. I'll do my kinda, best. Kind of stuck here. <laughs> as you say that final final uh word, Mirad, you get the call you're to head out into the middle of the pit now. Wish me luck. As you get dr- <laughs> as you hear the first few rings of a bell uh, as the entire crowd begins to kind of die down a bit and, you know, loud voices turn into whispers. You see as Mirad and a rather hardy looking uh, human man uh, take place up uh, up towards the center here. As you can notice, he looks like a person that has had a very long, uh, long and very laborious life. Uh, you can tell that the hands are rough and the uh, the beard is slightly rougher as well. But you can definitely tell he's getting some salt and pepper going on uh, in his middle age. As you both get into position, Mirad, is there anything you would like to do? Uh, I kind of want to check out whatever this little blessing that was given to me uh, from Beltania. You you feel a a power, a magic, a spell enter your mind. As you open your hand, you find yourself with a single solid iron coin. As you grab hold of it, you begin to feel energy begin to fill your fists. Cool. Did Beltani just rig the match? I think she really (laughs) wants me to fight you. (laughs) Get my ass kicked by my own wife. Well, just imagine from her perspective, how boring would it be to see her champion just go Yeah, that would be pretty boring. (laughs) True. So, uh, so feel free to cast that spell. Yeah, sure, like, if uh, if I'm free to cast uh, it at this moment. Alright. Uh, also make me a sleight of hand check. Sleight of hand. I have a... Somatic. Uh, plus eight. Sneaky. Yeah, this is just because there's a lot of people watching. Ooh, thank goodness. Uh, twenty-three. Twenty-three. It, it almost on landed one, on a one. 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 You, <laughs> but it didn't. It's a twenty-three. <clears throat> you 
kind of perform a, a small kind of gesture that slowly turns into the spell as uh which element are you uh, choosing? Let's see, reading the spell. Okay. I think sizing up the person in front of me, I think I should go with cold because it would be least expected uh, from a fire genasi. I think that would be really fucking funny. <laughs> okay. That is pretty no, funny. No, 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 no. It's freezer burn. As- freezer burn! Hey! <laughs> As the kind of light brownish uh, color that makes up your hands, aside from the uh, much more thinning on the palms, you begin to see that they begin to darken. Almost as if looking through like a temperature Mm. camera, or a a thermal camera, seeing as it transitions from that, that bright orange down to a very cool purple to almost this near black, and you can almost feel your hands become frozen but not right. but not unmalleable okay. if that makes sense. you could ball your fist and it feels cool. good awesome this might give you an idea for later ah. <laughs> 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 let's me keep this <laughs> You can see as the other one kind of puts himself almost as if to ready his dukes. As you both get your your hands knocked and ready for a fight. As the hand swings down. Cotton. Yeah. Sorry to delay this for a bit. I was hoping to see the fight, but okay. As you open the door, making your way towards this, uh, this well-lit locker room, you can see standing before you is that tall, white-cloaked man with that heavy-set mask. Ah, it's so good to see you again, Dr. Cottonell, after such a short meeting. Yeah, I remember the Yimden meeting. What did you want to talk to me about? Straight to the point. I was hoping that we might be able to catch up a bit. But I suppose time is short. As he turns and looks at you. A question has come to mind that I've been thinking about for some time now. He reaches into his jacket. He pulls out a sizable book. A notebook. I have read through the notes, quite frequently. All of which, well encoded, but nothing a talented mind like my own could have solved. She recognized that book? You would. Mm. It's one of your notebooks, one of three. You've been rifling through my notes? A necessity, if you will. You see, as he begins to kind of step closer towards you, I have every intent to assure that this matter is settled. 
I wish to help you, Dr. Cartonell. Help me how? More importantly, I believe in order to help you, I wish for you to return to your human form. You have my attention. Very good. I believe I know what is wrong. As he goes through the book and he turns towards the last page, you can see what looks like to be the ending of a formula. You missed a decimal point. Missed one. However, if... Exactly. However, if I was to be more accurate, as he barely moves the finger over, make me an investigation check. Okay. Uh, investigation is a plus one. Eighteen. Eighteen? Yeah, it's seventeen plus one. As reluctantly as you want to be as close to him, take a step closer towards the book and you begin to notice where he's pointing. It's faint, but there is an eraser mark there. Is he erased? Precisely. Somebody had tampered with your formula. Now, aside from myself, who else would have access to a book like this? I mean... As he goes and closes it. I had assistance, but I don't think they would have done that. Hmm. Anyone else in mind? Not particularly, no. I see. You also know half a good chunk of my memory is still missing. A concern that I imagine I'd be able to assist you with. You see, the method that I am trying to produce in order to reverse the initial side effects will be able to help you in the long term. Why do you want to help me? I would have assumed you to know exactly the reason why. You are one of the most greatest and brightest minds in all of Erzheimo. If I did not have you by my side, I would not be able to understand the much more complex natures that I have yet to see. By your side? Precisely. Simply, you would not just go on living in a life without the pursuant that we have always attempted to. Science is not something you just end because you feel like it. You always want to create, to dismantle and restructure. It is who we are. There's something she wants to say, but she's playing it very careful not to just immediately, you know, talk about like, nah, I was trying to retire after this shit, <laughs> so. So she doesn't say anything, she just kind of like tilts her head a little bit, just, alright, go on. <laughs> Let him also, talk. Also, I, <laughs> I imagine this would be beneficial for yourself as well, aside from the memory loss and the 
what I would assume to be the consistent sinking into more bestial-like behaviors. So you have been paying attention to me? No. I would never keep an eye off of you, Dr. Cottonell. I just knew that keeping my distance away from your father was a much more approachable thought than dying. <laughs> Not that he could, anyways. <laughs> the slight brow raise, but she says nothing. <laughs> she to knows he's conflict. So oh, sorry. To avoid conflict, I simply gave you the space that you so desired. You told my daughter I was dead, and I was pretty much left for dead. So that was what we had assumed at first. But imagine the surprise she'll have when you return full, well, and healthy. In fact, you'll be able to touch your daughter once more. How sure are you this is even going to work? Very sure. Have you run tests of your own now? Which is the one thing she was fearing. <laughs> I haven't ran a test yet, but I hope to soon. My little foray in Yimnin allowed me a particular insight that was necessary to the progress of this method. Yimnin? You're yes. collecting some creature out of a tree. A unique creature. What was that? I'd be happy to tell you so much more, should you decide to return to the Luxon. Mm. I really have to think on that one. Take all the time you need, but don't be too long. One would imagine my patience is not to be taken advantage of, as you've known me in the past. Is that a threat? It is a matter of a missed opportunity. I do not have time to wait on you forever. As he flips the book towards your general direction. A peace offering. Thanks. She'll take it. You know, as daintily as she can. You know, I've lived for a very long time. I would know a few two things about how people behave. Are you absolutely sure that there is no one near and close to you that had tampered with this notebook? Who are you implying? Because you seem to be a bit of a step ahead of me here. I could only imagine one possible person. However, I'm not sure if I should just tell you yet. It is a strong assumption. 
But if there is somebody who believes that you were not supposed to tamper with nature, they would have gone through many lengths in order to prevent the outcome. Unfortunately, their tampering had led to something much worse. Yeah, living that much worse scenario. As you see, as he steps closer and he turns the helm towards you. Know your enemies and allies and understand how close you want to keep them. It's always been the secretive bunch. Is there a reason why you're not telling me who you think it is? Because I fear you would deny it outright. Well, then I can't give you an answer currently. But you seem to know. Or assume. As I said, I am a scientist. I have a hypothesis as to who it might be. And if I am right, then I am right. Does she get the- and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Is she getting the implication of who she- who he's trying to imply here? She knows it wouldn't be Mirad, because that's not his thing. You get a strange feeling he's trying to imply somebody very important in your life. That aside... I have other allies that I have a meeting with. Can I ask? Ooh. Are we in danger right now? Make a persuasion check. Okay. Persuasion. Oof. Um. Hello? Hello? Not again. The dice Uh-oh. thing fell asleep on you? It's not... Yeah, I fell asleep. The miracle. Modern technology. (laughs) There it goes. 17. Sorry. 17? I had to, like, uncheck and recheck the Bluetooth. A fellow pirate lord is looking for his quarry today. I would steer clear of his fury. He's here. Should be. How much time do we have to get out of here? I would say ten minutes. Understood. Thank you. It is so wonderful talking to you again. Yeah, likewise. As turning and walking out the door as I've said before you're always welcome back for turning the knob and then leaving out that same very door she's just staring at the book in her hand and just that who he's implying is just it's it's scratching at the back of her head you know and then she'll talking to the ring and she'd be like we have ten minutes before that pirate lord shows up 
Reloy. We should hurry then. Yeah. Mirat's in the ring. He can't really Bat. reply, but he's. No, but she's going to yeah. be standing just but on the edge of things. Should anything get hairy, she can at least try to get Reloy out of there as fast yeah, as, he, like at as least she get can. Reloy out of there. But like anybody who is watching Mirat as the ring's being talked into, you can see like a very subtle nod. Like he got got the message and he understands. He's just not showing. He's not being able to talk to it into it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And with that, as you make your way back up top and kind of stare back down into the pit, see as your husband kind of rubbing his hands together and getting ready for the fight before they knock knuckles, and then you hear the final ring just as you make it back in time. And with that, you're at. Ah! Mm. Let's see if. Cheeky, no. Okay. Uh, I rolled an 11. <laughs> 11! Alrighty. Uh, again, uh, just to throw a reminder, damage is doubled because we don't want to be right. here all day. Much as we love fights. Much as we love fights. Alrighty. That... Uh. All right, and with that, it is the first move with boy Reginald here, where he comes up towards your channel direction. See, as he kind of, yep, Reggie, as he. Kind of just winds up, and he's gonna make uh, make his first attack onto you. Uh, that's gonna be a thirteen. Uh, thirteen is meat. It meets. Yes. Meets it beats. Okay. You are taking seven points of bludgeoning is, damage. Is that doubled already, or do it? Uh, that is not doubled. That is fourteen. Fourteen sure. in total. Sorry. As the first full clock comes around with the haymaker as he just hits you across the face, reaching upwards as much as he can before trying to go for a second one straight to the gut. Uh, nine. So, no. And that will be the end of his turn. Alrighty. I am... Uh, I don't have two hits. I only have a single hit. Uh, but let me see... I'm gonna. So I rolled to hit, and if I'm reading this correctly, oh, I can pick either strength or my spell uh, as a bonus. So I'm gonna pick my strength uh, because it is higher than my okay. spell bonus. So that's plus nine okay. to hit. Um, I rolled a twenty-eight. Ooh. Twenty-eight. That will fucking hit. Rounds <laughs> of battle. Uh, let's see, and then. Bludgeoning damage. Let's see. So 1d6 of bludgeoning and then 1d6 of cold. So 1d6 of bludgeoning. Rolling that. 
So that's a four to bludgeoning and then a, where's the other one? I swear I put it in here. Oh, there it is. Okay. And then uh, two to cold. Oh, two plus three. It has a plus three to it. Well, yeah, because gotcha. of your modifier. So it's five yeah. cold. Uh, so four bludgeoning, uh, five doubled, cold. Doubled, that's eight bludgeoning, ten cold. And then uh, because of my movement uh, ability, I don't... Let's see. I don't think I have a bonus attack. It was a bonus to cast the... Oh, no, wait. You cast the spell before the fight, so... Um, yeah, I I don't think unarmed strike works as a bonus action. I think it counts as a bonus. Non-lizard bonus. monk. Yeah, figures. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, but I'm uh, still going to move away from, from them and just try to circle as much as possible. Uh, trying to be... Annoying. What yeah. do you want it? Just, yeah, move around them, yeah. I'm being annoying. <laughs> yeah. As you kind of just like get yourself into a corner, you can see that that first hit, he's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> he's just doing like two Alrighty. step. <laughs> yeah. His way over to you. Yeah, cunning action only. And he's gonna make his to do dash, disengage, and hide. Yeah, dodge action. Really wishing for it. Uh, first one's gonna be a twenty-one oh, to hit. Then the second one's gonna be a four to hit. Yeah. All right. That's gonna be. 12 points in total, that's after double. As he kind of does like a fake out throw before coming back and hitting you right in the kidney. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> Alrighty, and that's the end of Reggie's turn. You're at. Okay. Um, I'm just trying to make sure I'm looking at all the bonus action stuff that I possibly can do. Um, yeah. Let's see. I'm going to just attack again with a strike. That is a 13 to hit. 13? Alright. Uh, that will just okay. barely hit. Cool, 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 cool. Um, and then... It is right on the mark. The first one... Bludgeoning damage. That is a six bludgeoning. And then uh, seven cold. That's so, 12 bludgeoning, 14 cold overall. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I should just. I need to make double, sure I double that. Double the, yeah. yeah, what you get? 26. It's okay. I got I to gotta keep the numbers right for my notes. As you manage to get yourself into a corner, as he hits you right into the kidney, it gives him a nice solid opening on a cheek. As you brace your foot against the wall, 
and then push off and swing with a straight upward jab as you feel and definitely notice that the jaw might have moved out of place a bit for a second as you see just the skin rippling across the face before he cooked. And then I'm gonna move to the other side of the ring. I don't know how fast <laughs> okay. this dude is, but. <laughs> Mira's kind of trying to showboat, trying to entertain the crowd. Float like a butterfly, yeah. like me. Maybe do flips or something. He's still trying As... to be entertaining still, you know? Yeah. As you clock him straight under the chin and taking that opportunity, you move past him and because of your mobility feet you can't be hit uh as you just find yourself on the other side almost as if like trying to use each corner as a means to to prep your right. next attack that takes your full movement to get That's across fine. by the way i, I have 40 movement let's see if he can get to Alrighty. me but yeah i'm trying to entertain the cloud still let's just see. like yeah <laughs> And the crowd goes wild. Wah! Yeah. You see, after that last big punch, he looks a little winded. Uh, he's definitely rough. <laughs> All right. So. So the first one's gonna be an eleven. No. Second one is going to be an unnatural twenty. And that's gonna be fourteen points of bludgeoning damage again as he tries to kind of fake out with one uh punch before he clocks you on the other side of the face and you just feel your neck kind of move back a bit. He's getting some really good hits. <laughs> He's a fighter. He's designed to. <laughs> yeah. Yep, he's rough. All right, and it's, uh, it's on yep. you, Mira. Uh, I'm going to do my single attack again. Natural 20. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so, roll the double damage and then roll, uh, double okay. it again. So, bludgeoning... Six, so that's twelve bludgeoning, and then so that's, so that's 24, twenty-four bludgeoning. Um, and then for the ice, it's four or seven, excuse me, seven. So fourteen. So fourteen, and then, and then twenty-eight. Uh, twenty-eight. 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 All right, as you get that last hit in, as you just. Bend down as far as you possibly can and get, like, almost do like a like a Russian squat kind <laughs> of thing. You simply just like hold your hands together as you feel the temperature begin to fully drop around one of your arms before you spring straight up and with a full uppercut straight to the bottom of the chin as you just crack him as you see as his body goes flying. 10 feet backwards as he goes and he is out. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah! <laughs> it's like, 
He was not expecting the win. <laughs> the entire the entire crowd goes fucking ape shit. <laughs> Go, Marion! Woo! <laughs> oh god. Yeah! Mr. and Mrs. Smith do well. Well, I am just going to go make myself a make my way over to the little box over there and collect my winnings. Yeah, keep an eye like, out for the exits. Uh, yeah, Mary kind of kisses his fist only because he's like, "Thank you. I would not have held out." <laughs> Bill Todd is like, "I know." Yeah, she knew. <laughs> As uh, as the fight comes to a close, as you see multiple individuals coming over with the stretcher to kind of pull them off and then toss them on, and just kind of slowly trudging their way, carrying this heavyweight man, before you make your way and uh, claim your winnings of 250 gold pieces. You will have to discuss with Modius on uh, getting the rest of your money. <laughs> Sorry, hmm. I, the player has just ugh, flashbacks <laughs> dealing with that. Modius is indeed <laughs> our other game. Um. Oh, uh, like, okay, I gotta, I gotta go talk to him because we only have. Let's see, that was how many rounds? Like just a few few seconds of rounds um, uh i think it would hardly be counted as like a minute yeah um yeah it, it does take a few minutes to get them out of the staging area in the pit uh but as he does return back up uh you do notice a very patient and waiting modius standing at the top of the stairs Mirad, like, hey did you enjoy the show that was absolutely fantastic. Truly entertaining. As he goes in, he pulls out this small uh, bag of coinage. True to my word, I offered win or lose. And I can assure you, myself and many of my allies were heavily invested in your magical technique. Hmm. <laughs> shrugs? Or not, I will speak nothing of it. Mirad, Mirad shrugs, just like... Thank you very much. I hope you wouldn't mind me asking, considering your valuable talents, would you ever be interested in doing extracurricular work? Mirad has a very polite smile on his face, and it's just like, no, my schedule's pretty full. <laughs> That is saddening to hear. You would have made a wonderful ally. But I've gotten everything I wanted to get, seeing what I've seen. I believe this is where we'll part, as I believe a different kind of company will be making their way to the fireball soon. Oh. <laughs> Cotton's ten minute warning <laughs> pops in your I, head. <laughs> yeah, Mirad knows. He just wants to play dumb. Uh, just to see if he can ink out any additional information. Um, if possible. Like, as a curious, like, oh? Yes, I would recommend not being here for too long. It's kind of just reaching up and tapping your shoulder a bit. 
I really hope our paths cross again. You are absolutely entertaining to watch. Um, if the stars align, I'm sure we will. <laughs> I truly hope so. As he goes to tap your shoulder again, I need you to make me a Fuck, I'm not good at wisdom. Don't say it out loud. I'm not good at wisdom. <laughs> right. Not good at wisdom. It, you had to fucking it say it. It wouldn't matter. D&D Beyond doesn't like me. <laughs> if it wants to fuck me up for a while. You provoke it. Jinxes don't work on me. <laughs> you suddenly feel something reach into the back of your mind as he touches your shoulder. As suddenly your mind is filled. Me here. Is any of the crew able to see this? I imagine probably not. Uh, it's right before it's right before he enters into the main room here. But as your mind begins to fill, it fills with infinity. You find yourself being shown images that you would have never seen before. You would have never imagined the possibilities beyond this star within this galaxy to say the least an image a black void ever consuming ever prompted to consume and it leaves you with this fear in your stomach a pit deep within you as you hear in the back of your mind Beltania as she speaks it's true it was always true before your mind snaps back you're taking mother trucker I only have 17 points Well, thankfully, you're not in combat anymore. 15, 15 points. Barely <gasps> oh, standing out of there. Yeah, as the hand slips away, as both of you hit each side of the wall of the staircase, grabbing your head. Stop! Ah! <laughs> Don't do that. Ever fucking did. The hell are you? None of your goddamn business. Excuse me. I'm short on time. Yes. Before kind of like staring each other off before splitting away. And you're kind of just feeling your mind almost nearly shut down as you're shuffling further in. Oh, fuck. <sighs> what happened in there? And he's kind of he's asking Beltania this. You see, well, not that you see, but you hear for the first time. Silence. For a creature like Beltania to be quiet. 
is very rare. He kind of rubs his his uh, eye patch a little bit. Like, not only for the splitting headache that he has, but also a little concerned. Showing his concern. Um, but he hopples his way out and out. Kind of, hopefully the rest of the party sees him stumble. Uh, yeah. yeah. You kind of stumble, like... <laughs> Like, like, Holly, you notice that he's kind of just, like, arms down, swinging side I make side. my way over to him real fast, um, and I'm going to pump uh, Cure Wounds at level 3 into him. Total of 16. You're, you're too kind. Thank you. What happened to you? Didn't look like you took that much damage in the fight. I, I mean, I took a little bit of a beating, but... Yeah, but you weren't stumbling off the ring that, that guy that came out before me I tried to do but, something in my head Beltania repelled him what do you mean he tried to do something in your head I don't know what I think he was trying to get something or get to something but Beltania interfered somehow and now she's not talking to me we need to get the hell out of here uh. I did not like that we need to find Cotton Roloy Winry guys come on we need to get out of yeah, here just into the we're rings gonna, we're gonna cash out uh yep okay also, gather your bets. Uh, I did win. Goobers. <laughs> just, just frame of reference. Frame of reference for everything that's going on. Uh, first off, uh, Ray, for you, uh, you collected your two fifty. Uh, you also got a thousand from uh, Modius. Yeah. And then for the rest uh, of y'all, you all. Everyone got else. Stuff. Uh, Winry put a put a bit of ten. Roly put twenty. Holly put twenty. All right. Everyone uh, wins double their winnings. So that's 20 for Wenry, uh, 40 for Roloy, 40 for Holly. Sweet. <laughs> Love to see it. You're welcome for taking those notes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Big thanks. Big thanks. As a lot of you... Cashing out and quickly... Find yourselves shuffling out of the fireball. You begin to notice that the weather has changed as the nightfall has come. You notice that there are storm clouds looming ever closer from the east. And the rainfall has begun. Is this a recognizable sign to me? Very recognizable. Roloy just blanches. Come on. Oh, I, can, I can throw down a cloud to give us a little bit of cover for a while. He's acting very differently than most of the time that you've seen him before. Yeah. Mirad is being protective, even though he's fucked up. He still has a sense of just 
Yeah. Cotton hasn't said much of a word since leaving, but she does put like that big that big heavy set hand on oh, your back. That's just what like Mira was doing. With you. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the parents. <laughs> back to back. It's like, yeah. come on, let's go. Gotcha. As you all quickly make your way back to your ship as the rain begins to fall ever harder, the heavy smell of the ocean side filling your nostrils. As the wind whips and turns as all of you feel the almost near hurricane forces that come along with it. As all of you begin to board atop your ship, a singular individual stands on top of the main deck. Mirada goes up first as a protective measure. Cotton's going to be standing right in front of Roloy. She is is. Holly's going to stick to Roloy as well. Winry's got her staff ready. Mirad has his hand on his sword. As the body's back is turned to all of you, the CU is this heavily cloaked individual. Off to the side in one hand is this massive trident. I come looking, looking for what is owed to me. Might be lost. As you see, as the figure turns, you see the long tendrils that make up the face, the head that looks almost bulbous-like, and reaching out towards the back, settling along the shoulders. See as the skin is slimy and cephalopod-like. A come. Looking at you, Roloi. He just sort of lowers his head and sneers. Mirad draws his sword slowly and also raises up his eye patch. As you go to draw the sword, you see as the large trident hits your ship and class is 13, yes. right? Make me an athletics or an acrobatics. Got it. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with athletics, which is a plus 7. 10! Yay. Indy Beyond yep. loves me. As you go and try and draw your blade, almost whipping out like this large tendril wraps around your arm and then pulls you off to the side. Uh, uh, uh. I'm not here for a fight. I'm here for what is owed. And I recommend none of you stand in my way. I warned you, boy. You will not forestall my judgment. Now come peacefully. 
or die violently. Does Mirad still have a hand on his sword? Your hand is being pulled away from your sword. Whatever creature, whatever bargain was struck to put this damnable mark on my family, my life was not theirs to offer up. You hunt me and my family, but we did nothing wrong. Your family did everything wrong. Whether you know it or not, Roloy, this is your own fault. Would you not at least tell me why? I've told you many times before. You'll give me what you owed me. Now do your service to my ship a hundred years or you can die here worthless and wasting. I want to just state this cotton is ready to launch the moment anything happens. My parents, they serve you on your ship, don't they? They do. Then I have failed. And I might as well be dead. And I'm going to use a new ability of mine. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Uh, momentary stasis. Uh, he needs to make a constitution saving throw. Can I, as a bonus action, cast <laughs> uh, Hex in tandem? I will consider this to be a surprise round. If there's anything you want to cast as a spell, do it okay. now. If you want to move, move now. Um, it depends if I'm still restrained. Uh... Uh, the effect is technically a restrained effect because it is grabbing yeah, hold of okay. you. Just want to make sure, but um, I do cast a hex on him to uh, give them disadvantage on constitution. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> looking, at, looking at the stats. Uh, immediately casting False Life to give myself extra hit points. Because <laughs> she's going to launch at this guy. I'm going to pull out the critical roll dice for this one. Seven. It's going to be a seven in total. Uh, she rolled a seven in total. Saves. <laughs> On the con save. As Even with disadvantage, it's still a seven. Roloy raises his hands. Arcane runes uh, of an amethyst color begin to um, burst out from his fingertips. Uh, and they they begin to surround this individual and his movements slow to a crawl as he is locked 
in time. Time is basically frozen for him. Um, uh, Does it break his concentration? Hmm. Uh, the creature's incapacitated. Yeah. So that would break so the yeah, concentration. That breaks the concentration. Does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't take actions. Can't take reactions. Can't do shit. Okay. Ooh. And like, Mira's gonna fling this fucker off the boat with the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna. Die. As soon as I, uh, as soon as his round comes back into fruition, that's his plan. <laughs> to use the ship to yeah. eat him. <laughs> as you are released from the tendril, you grab hold of your sword and you see as the ropes wrap around him, throw him off to the side of the ship as he just stops in time in the air. As you also lift the blade and you all immediately feel the <laughs> Hot exit! Jolt of the of the Nightwish backing into the sea. Cheese it! And then as you wave the sword as the as the sails fall down, you feel the immediate catch of the wind as all of you are then pulled by the weather itself as you make your way out into the ocean. Roloy will look over the side of the ship. Or wait, are we are we being like forcefully tugged into the ocean? Yeah, we're on the ship. We're being yanked by the ship, like we're cheesing it, like a car taking yeah. off real fast. Yeah. Well, we're, then Roloy <laughs> will look over the side of the ship where uh, old dude was uh, yeeted off to, and with a fierce look in his eyes, he says, "You may be how I die, but not today." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cheese it, hot exit. <laughs> <laughs> As you all begin to fail, uh, sail full speed further into the ocean. And as such, you make your way deeper into this massive storm in order to seek cover from the fury of this pirate lord. For good measure, Winry is going to throw a fog cloud behind them. Onto the ship area? So yep. the spell travels with us? Uh, does it travel? Um, I think it's centered, it's centered around a point, so. Yeah. So it will travel with us. As you get further into the storm, Mirad, you take note as your mind suddenly lurches back to the moments before you had drowned. A storm like this is not something easily beaten. Not something that you just escape into for cover. It is something you have to fight through. Is you have to call all hands on deck to prepare for the oncoming storm. Oh boy, here we go. Alright, everyone. This just keeps getting better and better. This is gonna be a rough one. Storm. Yeah. I'm not gonna let it take me again. Alright. With that. I need everyone to roll me initiative so that way I have a good turn order here. Hello. In, okay. in the that red. Would, would I have had enough time to cast fortune's favor on somebody before we head into the storm proper? Sure. 
Okay, yeah, it's a minute yeah, a minute casting time. I'll cast it from the shard of Dunamancy. Uh, I will give it to Marad. Yeah, my initiative's a whole f- three, four. Technically, it's okay. With the plus Mine's one a nine. <laughs> uh, I got a fifteen. Uh, oh right, I am a time wizard. I, I got have a sixteen. Uh, wacky initiative. <laughs> Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Uh, uh, that is a uh, 19 for me. Yeah. Cotton will 19. quickly hand her book to Winnery and say, can you keep this in your bag of holding for now? Can do. Winnery will give it, look at will it, please. salute and secure it nice and tight and make sure nothing's coming out of that bag. I'm also wanting, I don't know if I can in this moment, uh, but for my, uh, my Whispers of the Dead, I want to change it out of acrobatics. Um into survival like something to help me understand this storm oh very smart that'll be useful because you guys will be choosing what skill you intend to use in order to uh, succeed starting with Roloid as you begin to notice the first massive swell of the waves as all of you come over and start sliding down the water as these massive waves begin to rise and fall. And what skill would you like to choose uh, in order to assist with uh, with the ship and your crew to get out of this storm? Um. So I've... I've got uh this is this is like an unnatural storm that occurs whenever this dude is close to me, right? So, yeah, it, it's due to him. So I would have a little bit of like insider knowledge of of the way this uh the way these waves and this storm would operate. You would. could I argue a history check? to convey information about how this storm works to the rest of the crew so they're better equipped to deal with it. You may certainly do that. Alrighty. Ooh. Yeah. Good to hear. Very good. That's a 26, a natural 19. Ooh, very good. Six. Alrighty. Excellent. Looking back at all the knowledge of how many times this has happened throughout the entirety of your life, you know how this works. Not only the individual has to be nearby, but their ship as well. That ghostly ship is usually the center of this storm. So knowing exactly how the path of these waves work from the ship itself, you know that heading in the right direction will keep the entirety of the ship and crew safe as you describe it out towards uh, out towards Mirad as he is uh, steering at the helm. These aren't natural waves. The ship is the center of the storm. All right. Try to get out of it. Mirad's pocketing that information as well because didn't he face a storm similar to this? Okay. All right. Next up, Holly. Uh, Holly's priority is everybody's safety as we go into this. Um, so I'm going to argue a performance check to get everyone tied down to their ley lines. 
uh, performance is more, uh, more kind of like acting and and, and song and, and play. Okay. Uh, persuasion is more towards that end where if you're trying to instruct people to do a thing, you're trying to persuade them to do a thing. No, I'm going to physically go to each member of the crew and tie them down while they are doing other things. Oh, oh then make me an athletics. Okay. Couldn't the ship do that? Oh, does it? Uh, yeah, you could tell Mirad this. Okay, so then I, I'll i tell Mirad that. Okay. Whatever way uh, gets it done again? fastest. Yeah, the ship can <laughs> magically go, all right, cool, got you. Yeah, command Mirad. Remind him to do things. <laughs> Magic things. All right. <laughs> uh, for, for the sake of it, it is a... I will consider that help for, uh, for Mirad to take advantage of, so... So I will see what his final role will be, and I will apply the same effect to you. Okay. So. All right, be right. All right. Um, with the instruction on keeping everyone safe, uh, to tie everyone down because of these. Yeah, to get them their lifelines in case we hit a particularly hard hit. Yeah, we don't want to lose anybody, and yeah. Mirad also really doesn't want to lose anybody. He lost people in the past. Um, he is... I don't know if it would be considered a sleight of hand to be able to control the the sword while he's still steering um, to command the ropes to tie everyone to uh, a lifeline. Uh, I'm gonna punch that closer towards like athletics because you have to hold on while also trying to uh, trying to command the ship as well, okay. and it does take a bit of strength and hardiness to do that. Okay, sounds good. Um, and you do have a fortune's favor as well. Okay, and I also have advan- the help action advantage. Correct. Yep. So you so basically got advantage. super advantage. <laughs> advantage is advantage is advantage. Yeah, I'm rolling with uh, plus seven advantage. Uh, so that's 24. Ooh, Dang. Four. Nobody's going overboard. I was going to say Cotton puts up her mantle of the manta ray just, just in case. Yep. As you guys hit the bottom of that first massive wave as a giant splash of water overcomes the entirety of the ship oh as all of you suddenly are being held and tied to the ropes and none of you have gone overboard thanks to what has happened so far Winry what skill would you like to do to assist everyone during this check oh my goodness me uh, I'm not sure where her skills would be best used in this um, This is an what are your best skills? What, what are your best skills on your on your uh, well, on your list here? The best skills I've got are arcana, deception, history, uh, nature, and persuasion. Um, I'm pretty good with performance, so I don't know if I want to throw Winry at that drum for like a motivation. You could. Yeah. You could. Yeah. All right. Use what you got. Winry will very carefully using the turns and wobbles of the wave. She will make her way to the drum. And she will, she will take those sticks, which I assume she probably has hidden in her bag of holding, and just whoop bam 
All right, give me a performance check. That would be a 16. 16. All right. In order to kind of give everyone this strange and inspired strength as you begin to beat the drum in a in a rather both loud but also perfect intent with the beat as you land with each hit uh everyone gets a rally and you all gain a single d8 of temporary hit points another d8 for me hell yeah yeah four so one and also all of you gain one d4 of inspiration hey one d4 inspiration when you need the inspiration you roll a d4 to add to your roll a little bit like a bless yeah yeah sort of like a mini bardic inspiration not like inspiration inspiration hell yeah Mm -hmm. they really need to come up with a different word for that i agree See. All right. I remember and, uh, with that. <laughs> All right. And with that, last but not least, Cotton, what are you doing in order to assist with the storm? Honestly, her her strongest bits is her strength, so I guess it's going to have to come to either keeping things in place if it should go loose or keeping her teammates from falling flat on their backs. All right. Go ahead and uh, give me a... That's my athletics. Athletics. Yeah. Yeah. Give me athletics. And you have that D4 if you need it. It's not. Wake up! <laughs> Hello? 17 plus 6, so 23. There we go. All right. As you all catching the wind from behind and following the thorough instructions of Roloy, Holly helping keep everything organized on the ship, Mirad controlling and assisting in making sure that your entire crew is uh, is supported and protected. Winry, as you're beating upon the drum, you can see just beyond the horizon a clearing and cotton as you're just going from place to place, keeping things down and keeping people on their feet so that way that they don't fall and slip anymore. As you all, after what is about an hour worth of battling through these massive waves and storm, you finally begin to reach out and make your way as you finally escape what is the clutches of a pirate lord storm. We're almost there. Is everyone okay? Just very wet. Winry will probably very, on very trembly legs just go to her knees just like I'm still here and then a weak thump uh, on the drum. Uh, however, for the uh, sake of the argument, it is blisteringly cold and freezing. You guys are taking two points of cold damage. Ouch! From Ow! The, uh, my temper from the weather. Points. I know, I was like, <laughs> 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 But you guys have fully escaped through the storm. Roloy, could we ask if you could 
remove the, the wet off of all of us before we freeze to death. Roloy is, is just looking over the side of the ship back at the storm. Uh, he turns around when you ask him something and though he looks like normally sort of like prematurely aged for the first time you see he looks truly old in his expression he's physically no different but the weight of everything that has happened is fully visible on his face Yes, I can do that. And he'll go around and he'll begin to cast prestidigitation on uh, everybody to dry them off. You just see mist coming off of Mirad. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah. He literally just fine. sizzles. Yeah. Reloy, um, we already have another issue with another pirate lord. You're not facing this alone. We were just a little unprepared this time. Yeah. Unprepared. <laughs> it seems like we never are. Always feels like they're a couple steps ahead. And yet we're still standing. That's one thing to look forward to. Most of us are. Cotton will nudge Winry just to kind of have her book back now that they're no longer getting oh, oh, right. bludgeoned by water. Uh, yes, uh, here you go. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to let the ship hold a course, but I also trust at least one of you. Okay. Holly, at the top shelf in the kitchen, there's hot cocoa. I'm on my way. <laughs> Beelines it. <laughs> Hot cocoa. Holly's also gonna grab a bottle of whiskey in case anybody would like spiked hot cocoa. Mm -hmm. I think we all might not at this point. I, I think I think it's well earned. <laughs> <laughs> You're driving, okay? I can't. Sorry. <laughs> well, you can burn off that alcohol easily anyway. It's true. If what we heard is true, is there a way we can get your parents off of that ship of his? <laughs> I don't know. I hardly know anything about this. Yeah, that makes... well, that makes all of us, really. Well, if we're assuming what is true, Beltania might know. Right. Uh... If we give her an offering, it would be nice. Um, no, that's not the problem. Um, when back at the ring with the fireball, when talking to Modius, he tried to fuck with my head. And Beltania has been quiet since. How quiet is quiet? Like, she's just not talking, or you don't feel her there? kind of focuses on it trying to figure out if he still feels her presence her presence is there but she is quiet like whatever she saw 
obviously has affected her negatively. She seems to be upset. Not upset in, like, the typical wrathful goddess way, but, like, something kind of hit home to her, I think. I don't know what she saw exactly. I, I saw weird shapes, vast nothing, or stars or something. My head kind of still hurts. But whatever she got information from with the, whatever that happened, she seemed pretty upset about it. Upset enough to not talk right now. She's still here, just... Give her time. Yeah. Yeah. She seems to... We could probably offer her some cocoa. Whiskey. I don't think she would be opposed. Yeah. But then again, I don't know her that well. I'm going to be very honest with all of you. The only reason why I knew about that ten minute ahead of time... It was Arthur. He gave me that warning. A bunch of other stuff. I suppose. And a little bit of a heads up as well. Mm-hmm. My sister that I haven't seen in over a decade showed up. She was there? She just oh, appeared? Yes. <laughs> Very briefly. Very briefly. Like, God, she this looks timeline's so young. version? I forgot how old I was until I saw her. How old are you? Mid-30s. He looks like he's approaching 50. Cotton says nothing. <laughs> Winry keeps her mouth shut, too. Magic's we weird. We are polite on this show. <laughs> Merit doesn't, doesn't keep his mouth shut. <laughs> it's like, magic's so, weird. So, so she gave you a heads up? Just telling you someone was on his way? Pretty much. It's well, nice I of her. I, I guess we owe her a thanks. Her and I don't want <laughs> to gonna... say it, but I guess thank you, Arthur. Ar <laughs> Arthur has no intention in harming me because I'm still his experiment. That's he thought failed, but then did not. You're one of his favorites. He's yeah, made that you very could say clear. That. She mentioned something about Umbrians. There was a few of them there. Uh, yeah, there was. Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, Captain, uh, <laughs> I think I ran into the one that you were intimately familiar with from the fort. Cotton's fur stands oh, the, on end for a second. The child that stabbed me? <laughs> yeah, she, uh... Shot you. <laughs> and oh, shot stabbed me. you. She shot and stabbed me, right. <laughs> she left two holes. Blam <laughs> oh, Cotton just saying a lot of very rainbowy words that she can't say out loud. Yeah, so uh hey, if you heard me scream around there, uh that 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 that's why. She She picked me up by my ears. That was not comfortable. Your cheeks. My cheeks. Whatever. Picked me up by my face. It hurt. Just adding on to the list of things I'm gonna kick her ass for. Merit is also making a face but of that exact train of thought and just like another thing to add on to the pyre. <laughs> But there was this other a, guy that stopped her, so I don't know. He also had those space eyes. 
There was a lot of those space eyes around. Lumerians. Yeah, Lumerians. Is Arthur one? I have no idea. He wears a mask. Yeah, exactly. I can't fucking tell. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. fucking, like, Xbox-looking ass motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, it's right there! I had to! I love it, I love it. Me, Ray, I love it. I just wanted to be silly meta. Like, what's meta? My nose is bleeding. (laughs) Um, Looks up God? Holly's gonna um, come back out now with the hot cocoa and start passing it out to everybody. Thank you, Holly. Do you want and anybody want the spiked stuff? Yeah, I brought the whiskey. I, I feel like Rolla is earned a drink. Rolla just pours like a fourth of the bottle into his coffee yeah. or into his, his cocoa. Pours a little into one cup, hands that to when retakes the rest of the bottle for himself. <laughs> uh, yes, thank you. That that'll be plenty for me. We'll we'll get more. We have plenty. I think we got a few barrels. Uh, that was a very, very crazy bar. Yeah. Yeah. Just just a little. Cotton's just going through her book and keeps looking at that erased piece over and over again. What you got there? You remember my notebooks from back in the day? If you one? Mm-hmm. He kind of furrows his brow. It's just like, okay. That's suspicious. Um Mirad's gonna do his uh, his free pact spell to detect magic on it. There is something magical about this book. <laughs> this motherfucker. There's magic on this. She you put magic on shocked. this? Was it something she did or is it something he did? Uh, you generally would find that if you were to put magic on this, it is to protect what's ever inside. Yeah, so... Um, that magic has long since faded and broken. Something else has taken hold of the book. Like, possibly something tracking? Uh, it is a form of divination magic. Oh, oh good. Sorry to bother you. I don't know if you have it in you. Is there anything you can do to dispel whatever they placed on this? You were talking to Roloy? Yes. Yeah. I don't know how to dispel magic. I I only know how to detect it. I have specialized. I can can only counter magic. Can't dispel it. (laughs) I I don't think I'm strong enough to dispel magic. I think that might be a bit out of my outside of my capabilities for the time being. <laughs> um, I can do it. Never strong enough. Oh, you can? Yeah. I think it's best, because yeah. he's been trying to keep me and Wenry to be undetectable. This would set us back quite a bit. Merit's like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Just like... Mm. <laughs> um, is the magic on the book of a fourth level spell or higher? Uh, 
using my special eyes. That <laughs> detect magic would uh, would determine that this is a high-level complicated spell. Uh, for a persisting divination magic onto magical onto an item that is a, as mundane as this, it would be it it would have to be done with a lot of magical energy. Would that spell be active in a say uh, space and time little pocket that I have on my hip? Because oh. if you can't detect uh, it, it anything would, in there, it would more than likely be stuck within that time and space, uh, like a, a bag of holding. It is a pocket dimension in and of itself. You would only be able to see what's in that pocket dimension. Uh, can you let me know when ten minutes go by? Uh, at this point, it did take you about an hour. Uh, but uh, ten minutes would go by relatively okay. quickly amongst the conversation. Uh, well, then you will see Mobius the uh, what is he at this point? Is he a ferret? A yeah, weasel. you said he was a like weasel. a weasel. Yeah. yeah. Weasel. Uh, he will uh, come out of invisibility and he will be touching the book and I will have ritual cast identify on the, the book. <laughs> it's my notebook. Really? When uh, will give him a little side eye but say nothing. I mean... If you got an idea, go for it. I'm not going to stop you. You learn whether any spells are affecting the item and what they are. So we can know exactly what it is. Even if we can't get rid of it, at least knowing what it is helps. Yeah. Excuse me. Grab the last one. Because I can try to dispel it. It'll just be a tough DC depending on how high the spell level is. I'm, I'm personally all out of spell slots now, like in general, so I can't help feed magic into it if that's a possibility. Well, I've only used I've only used one spell, so I don't know. I can throw whatever magic I can into it. It is a form of a augmented version of arcane eye that seemingly kind of encompasses the whole book. Uh, something like this would only be possible if you're a skilled artificer or not. Well, this is Giving definitely... Her... Someone is definitely spying on this. Yeah, it's Arthur. You think it's just the... the binding? The... the cover? Compasses the whole book. He knows I'm gonna obsess over this right now. Well, what like I we... said, if you, yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna put it in safekeeping, I got a spot. If we have a lead chest, we could probably throw it in there. Lead yeah. seems to block out divination magic. Huh. Yeah. Or we could make a copy of the book that doesn't no, have he... the spell on it, um, and then leave this book at the bottom of the ocean. I need this book. Um, it would take a while to. It's not no. only my notes, but it's also coded. Yeah. Yeah. Mira kind of gives like a soft smile of like, of a memory that he's remembering. He's, Arthur's implying that someone 
erased one of my calculations by just a decimal point, and this is the result of that. And she's like addressing herself. And I'm not sure I'm ready to hear who he's implying, but I already. I know. Rose's brow. It's not you. Implications yeah, are implications. Yeah, it wouldn't be me. I uh, was too busy until taking we have care proof. Of... Yeah, I was too busy taking care of Zara. There's only two other people in my life that knows how to get through my coded works, and that's Mirad and my dad. Like even so, like, still take us a little bit to even decipher this. But, but... he's telling me. He's telling you your dad fucked you over. Or me. And that they're in my books, the rest of them, is a way to reverse all this. Of course he would. I would have written in something like that, or at least tried to. A contingency? Yeah, you're smart. But he's also hell-bent on having me back with him. Yep. Or at least persistent, anyway. But he said his patience is running thin. I mean, he shouldn't have left you for dead to begin he with if he wanted to keep you. No, but if what he's implying is what he thinks he's implying, which is that my father messed with this, um, that my father probably also expected something to go seriously wrong. So, if we'll his implication was in good faith, he would have given you all of your books back so you could cure yourself. Yep. Don't let him get into your head. Because the way he's doing it, he's trying to buy you back. With yeah, he's, this books. is bait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is bait. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> well, I didn't leave all my notebooks there, so he probably wants the rest of them. He wants you to decipher them, and he can't do it himself. Oh, he, re- he deciphered this one over time. Over time, yes, but again... Getting She's handing impatient. the book back to Wenry so it can go back into space and time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Okie dokie, uh, it'll be safe there. But uh, Holly, besides his, Holly wants besides, to try to dispel it. Oh, yeah, I'll let her. I have no issue with it. Um, but besides his patience running thin, I'm feeling that my time is running very low as well. Um, it just feels like my humanity keeps slipping away. So... Think that we we are also on a timer. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's a pain. Um, do you mind, Miss Cotton? No. If I take the book, go for, for it. She trusts um, you. <laughs> Holly will try to dispel the magic, but without yeah. knowing what the DC is, I can't guarantee anything. Uh, Winry would like to throw her hands in as a magical reinforcement to help Holly. Uh, cast me a Dispel Magic, and Winry, with your attunement to the Arcane... I mean, I can do it, too, if I can. (laughs) 21? Uh, 21. Oh. All hands on deck. (laughs) Hands in. Put your hands in and shake them. As you go and 
try to force your way into the magic that is bound to the book, you suddenly see flashes, shaded memories, almost as if the book itself had its own eyes being picked up and put down by different hands before finally landing in the hands of the most familiar looking figure. As you go and reach your hand in and try to strip away the magic, you feel resistance before finally it coalesces into your hand and you pull out with what looks like to be this small arcane eye before slowly crushing it as it breaks in your hand and it turns to dust. Um, Holly is lost in it for a second and then looks up at Cotton and slowly hands her the book back. Are you okay? This book has been through many pairs of hands yeah, before it went back to Arthur. I would not trust that he was the one who decoded it. I mean, he has a lot working for him. I'm just I saying, don't know, he sounds like the kind of person to take credit for someone else's work. If more than one person has broken through your code, Cotton, then more than one person has access to your work. Did you- could- did Holly see any faces? Holly, you would need to sit down and inspect those memories in your own personal time. I will meditate on it tonight to see if I can get you any further details. Thank you. So I don't like being led on a string here with this. I- I have parchment get any ideas or notes that you need to write down yourself, Holly. You're going in and out, Ray. Oh, sorry. Um, I have I have parchment if you need to draw up or write down anything, Holly. That's in the captain's quarters. The map room. I appreciate it. With the waving queen's blessing, then possibly. You're at knots. As the night slowly begins to calm down a bit here, past the billowed clouds and the storms, you find yourself under the various stars, the early night. Anything else you guys would like to do or discuss before you head to bed? Winry would like to go over to Roloy. Just take a seat next to him. Just she'll quietly ask you. You remember saying how I reminded you of your sister back when we were doing the market thing? As old as I look, I do remember the events of the previous <laughs> day. Yes. <laughs> well, you said I reminded you of your sister. Well. I'm gonna be honest, Rola, you remind me a lot of my brothers. Uh, my oldest one in particular, he was the... 
He was the smart one. (laughs) He was the smart one. Uh, If if he had any kind of real inclination, he could really be one of the smartest people in the village. But your fun-loving side, that, that reminds me of my younger brother. So. Really, you remind me a lot of my family, too. I suppose that's good to hear. So, if if you need me for anything, um, you know where to find me. I'll I'll probably be messing with Hornsby's harness again. Just squawking Thank in you. the distance. <laughs> ah, bird. I appreciate that, Winry. Thank you. Chill pat his shoulder, just a nice firm pat-pat. And then she's off to below deck. He gives her a quick smile, but he overall looks pretty despondent. Just stares up at the stars. is uh, keeping an eye on him but eventually does approach um, just to be a company just sits down Your presence is a great comfort on this chilly night. Your ambient body heat is like somehow he was gonna like make that logical. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I see what got cotton sees in you. <laughs> she sees what cotton sees in Oh my god. <sighs> I mean somebody understands. <laughs> yeah. Cracking jokes doesn't even feel fun. Oh, come on. That was good. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you trying to keep up a good spirit. (laughs) Yeah. I I understand if that's going to be difficult. You don't have to force a smile for us. You keep disappearing, Ray. Oh. Hello? Yeah. Yep, there you are. Uh, you gotta face the microphone a little bit more. Yes, it's rah, rah, rah. Okay, yep. there we go. Yep. Don't worry, we'll get the setup figured out. Okay. Yeah. Um, different, different. Different, okay. Um, Mirad is like, you don't have to hold a smile for us. It's okay. Like, you don't have to force a smile. That's That's honestly my job. You know, I did the whole crazy, wacky act as a part of a fortune-telling gig. I would have one eye open, one eye closed, dribbling a little bit down the side of my mouth, sitting in street corners and telling fortunes for gullible passers-by just to make a quick coin, so... 
me and my family could have enough money to go to the next spot and do it all over again. This sounds very relatable. <laughs> Mara, that is the a... first time I've ever heard that. Is... I'm not sure many people could relate to my life and my upbringing. Uh, when you have, let's see, six siblings, food runs thin every now and then, you kind of have to do what you can. Yeah. Uh, especially with a string of very unapologetic, deadbeat father-in-laws. Um, but my mother has always been strong and taught my family to be strong and do what we can to help keep food on the table. And I did a bunch of stupid, foolish things, but also made a fool of myself to get food on the table. Just to Can't say I know a lot about deadbeats. My... Mother and my father were always very close. They're family people, even though they're fey, which is sort of an oxymoron. They do a lot of crazy stuff. Came from a pretty crazy world, as it turns out. And well, life of them was crazy, but it was whole. It was family. We loved each other. Wild family. Still a <laughs> bunch of love. Yeah. You know what? I take that back. I guess you could say and do no thing or two about being a deadbeat. Why you say that? I abandoned my family. Mm. You know, I tried to learn magic to help us to make things easier for my mother, my sister, my father. I thought that if I mastered time magic, I could buy us a little more. Maybe I could stop all of this from happening to us. Fed a lot of good that did. I mean, I think, I think your time magic is doing a hell of a lot of good. The present, now, I suppose hindsight it didn't, doesn't feel that way but I appreciate it well I'm glad for that it's it's hard trying to aspire to be someone or something and life tells you no it's hard to Pick yourself back up and keep going. But sometimes that's all you have to do. That's all you can do. To not fall apart. Yeah. As much as this whole experience has made me want to give up, I literally can't. I know the feeling again. You're what it's worth. Us being a ragtag 
group crew. I hope that we at least... I hope that I can aspire to be part of your family and you a part of mine, as the future holds, it seems. Well, I'm already an uncle. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> so there's that, at least. You have that to look forward to. I look forward to family reunions. Oh, gosh. You you have no idea. We would have to definitely meet my family at some point. Then you I'll would probably get an idea. Oh, man. Meet all of my siblings. And any new ones that might have popped up. Sorry. Merrick knows his mom. He's, he's like, he just knows. He's like, I can't tell her to, how to live her life. <laughs> he wouldn't dare. Sometimes she wants things, and sometimes that sex is what you yeah, told exactly. me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's just like, I'm not going to tell her what to do. <laughs> he knows why he has a bunch of siblings. <laughs> oh, golly. Mirad <sighs> like puts a hand on his shoulder gives it just like a nice firm like little friendly grip He will, like, sort of reach up to his uh, hood and he will uh, slowly undo the little buttons underneath it that will uh, allow for his horns to sort of poke through and he'll pull back his hood. And I, I think for the first time you'll see that he actually has quite long hair that drapes down beneath his robe. It is... Uh, sort of silvery that blends into brown. Uh, there is a long... Gandalf the white. Gandalf the off-white. I am the wield of the sacred fire. (laughs) The murky brown. I'm sorry, I just can see the long hair from Ian McKellen. (laughs) No, no, wait. Nerd moment. That was Radagast the brown, wasn't it? Uh, Yeah, tomato, tomato. Eh, well, <laughs> you you see it's sort of uh, braided and, and also quite long yeah Mira, I was about to ask or Mira is like you should get that braided but it's already braided so yeah <laughs> good braid your hair or it would go, go everywhere especially in these winds hmm I haven't cut it since I lost them. It's a long time. Over ten years. I feel every one of them. Hope, if anything, we can try to find a way to help that especially since you're going to be an uncle that means that your parents and your sister are family I'm going to try to help my family 
Thank you, Captain. Gives like a smile and nod and takes in the the sea, sea winds. Looks back up at the stars. Downs the rest of his whiskey cocoa Arnold Palmer that he's made. <laughs> oh, whiskey cocoa <laughs> Arnold Palmer! God, <clears throat> how's the flavor with that? It tastes like I poured a bunch of whiskey into hot cocoa. <laughs> It's not, not exactly is, the kind of flavor because that's what it is. Wrong. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I was asking about. Never mind. Flavor notes. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Just as a chef, as a cook, he's like, never mind. <laughs> I wanted more depth. <laughs> Sommelier, I am not captain. Yeah, I nice. just like drinking. Apparently, yeah. All right. As the night finally comes to an end. All of you begin to slowly make your way to your beds and rest. As the next day, you continue on in hunts for this tracker and in hopes that you might be able to figure out how to make it to this Arona figure. But first, we're going to take a break. Oh? Hey. Okay. It's break time! In break time. Break time. We're going to take a quick 10 minute break. We will be right back. More information break time. as we come along. Yeah, yeah. All right. See y'all then. Welcome to the break for the episode. We won't make you wait long, I promise. Consider this next minute a good time to check out and do some necessities. Grab a few snacks or preferred beverages and maybe take the time to enjoy a breath of fresh air. Or this would be a perfect place to pause the episode before returning at a later date. This audio break will end soon, and we hope that you're enjoying the episode so far. Power bottoms? Oh. Um. Well, that's news to me. Yeah. Was that the Canadian version? I believe that was the Canadian <laughs> version. Mm. Double checking my notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the Canadian version. Okay. Uh, mm. We are <laughs> This joke is going to end soon, I swear. You sure? Promise. You keep bringing it back. Well, I, don't, I don't know. You, it, you, it still, you still need... You, you sure? need Italian, you need uh, Ukrainian, um, uh, we can do Latvian. How about Russian? Oh, sure. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> if I can pronounce it right, but... Yeah, good <laughs> Who luck. from Russia exactly. is going to watch D6? Uh, you You'd never surprised. know. I, you, you never know. know. Yeah, you're probably right. That one Russian fan. like, I am... I am. <laughs> and this is a shout out to you, one Russian <laughs> fan. The one Russian fan. We love you. I love you, you too, random citizen. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Mr. Man. I love you too, random citizen. <laughs> okay. 
All right, so uh, that being said, da, 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 we are going to go ahead and jump back into today's session. As the new day begins, as you begin to sail outwards and onwards to what direction you might need to go to, all of you slowly making your way onto the top decks. The clear, open blue skies and the waves ahead of you, calm and ready for your next adventure. Okay. Blue seas, clear skies, and boundless possibilities. Boundless possibilities, indeed. Oh, it's by the way, Captain, I meant to ask this yesterday, but how's your hand feeling? That was a hell of a hit. Huh? That oh. last hit you did in the fight? That was superb. How the hell did you do that? Uh, well, Tanya helped me. Oh, you cheated? Yeah. How else <laughs> was I supposed to win? <laughs> of course I cheated. Yeah, but nobody saw. Yeah, that's the point of cheating. <laughs> no one knows that you cheated. <laughs> if no one saw you cheat, did you really? Exactly. Aha! But one who did. Did I? No, did you? No. Did you? I well, mean, I saw I saw you you knock that guy like ten feet six ways to Sunday. What Sunday? Mean right hook, but a little bit of magic. Did definitely help. Aaron, don't you do this to me right now. You have all these weird days in your fucking calendar. I'm not going to participate. <laughs> Say it. It's hard Say not it. keeping track. <laughs> it's hard not keeping track. He's going to make you say it one res, day. Uh, which is the terminology of rest. Drug. <laughs> I will say this is weird. Cotton is a little, like, on edge waiting to hear what Holly might say about who she might have seen. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Barrett's Holly. gonna make breakfast in the meantime and leave an offering for Beltania. Uh, like, in the meantime. Okay. Holly, uh, sake of it, make me... Make me an intelligence check. Just straight intelligence, because you're inspecting a memory. Could I have popped her with guidance for it? Nat 20, so it's Never mind, she's good. No, I said that it's necessary, <laughs> goodness. There are moments where you sit back and you meditate on the memories that you had seen last night. The many hands that had it exchanged and a lot of the shadows and figures kind of have very familiar figures or very familiar forms. Uh, one shadow in particular seemingly is far more frustratingly obscure than all the others. But uh, at least the three familiar hands that are uh, that have exchanged this is the one in the mask Mirad and a a human woman 
with a uh, with a damaged right eye. Would I recognize that damaged right eye as the damaged right eye that I see on Cotton? It's the same. More scar. than likely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So Holly would go down and find Cotton after having breakfast and hand the book back to her. Um, I'm sorry. I I couldn't make out any faces that were unknown to me. It's okay. I appreciate you trying. I just I want to make it that he's wrong that of who he's assuming. Well, there was one face that I I couldn't quite get a handle on. I saw Mirad and I saw the masked figure, which I'm assuming is Arthur. Yeah. And then I I saw a, a woman with your eye. Oh. And your scar. That's me. I kind of figured. I just, <laughs> I wasn't sure. Yeah. A um, uh, lot has changed. <laughs> But there, there was one whose face I could not decipher. No matter how hard I tried, it was a haze. So there is still a component of mystery to this. There's always this. I just... My apologies, Miss Cotton. No, I appreciate it. Arthur may be a big pain in my ass, but... He had a lot riding on this succeeding, so I can't imagine him doing it. Merad would never. I don't see why my assistants would have. They were very supportive. Besides, they wouldn't would have known what to erase. It was coded. I would just be cautious of taking his word at face value. That's all. Love the pun. <laughs> he has no Not intentional. <laughs> I have no sense of humor. You know that. Where's do you? <laughs> I mean, have you ever heard a good joke from me? Doesn't mean it hasn't happened. Or won't. This was a good one. I, you know, mm -mm. she turns around and leaves without saying goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> She's actually trying to compliment her. <laughs> Mirad, as you finish your cooking for the morning and provide your meals to your crew, your you goodies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yum, yum. Everyone gets a goodie. Uh, <clears throat> what do you. As you all sit down and begin to have your meal, what is, uh... You are all welcome to decide what is the next step to your adventure and plan. Well, I suppose we should first figure out where we are exactly. That storm kind of popped up out of nowhere. I know we sailed away from somewhere around here. And Wenry's um. got this map pulled out in front of her and she's using the uh, clean end of her spoon to just kind of poke around and see where she might be on the map. Hey, 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 don't, don't put stuff It's the on clean the end map. of the spoon. You're fine. I, <laughs> I, um, 
did a little bit of calculation with the navigation tools that I have in the office. You're going in and out. Yeah, no. get close. Um, Mumble, mumble, mumble. Mumble, mumble. Mumble, mumble. 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 Also, for for posterity's sake, I do continue to cast Magic Aura on Winry and Cotton. 22 days until Magic Aura becomes permanent. (sighs) So good. Um, Let's see. So. Mirad, uh, Mirad says, it's like, I did some calculations and measurements with the navigation tools and tried to uh, uh, make sure that the factor of the storm was put into play. Um, we need to figure out... We, I'm not sure if we are, had enough time to go back and actually get additional information on finding the person to track down the person that we're trying to track down. We were supposed to meet them at the fireball. And unfortunately, that plan got derailed. Yeah. So, do we want to try going back? That's iffy. Um, by the map standards, would there be any place to visit first before we try to round back to the, uh, that town and city? So, as far as distance goes, uh, let me go ahead and pull up the map on my phone here. Excuse me? Yeah, I've got the map up over here, too. <laughs> Trying to figure out where the heck we are. Oops. Uh, where's my pin notes? There we go. So, you guys are sitting within the Xion Sea. There is a... There is at least a sizable run, probably about a week's worth of travel, if you head northward and hit the first town to the southernmost, uh, southernmost area of Hollingrad. The dark continent. Week sounds a little long. Well, but... bonus. what were you gonna say, Cotton? Uh, if we go to Hollingrad, I can find the other missing book that our daughter pointed out to me. Hmm. Or we risk going back and running right back into the same issue we were in the middle of. Yeah. It was a little tight trying to get out of there the first time. I I personally don't want to throw Roloy back into that. Yeah. Though we did do a pretty good one-two punch. Oh, hell yeah! That was amazing! What, what spell did you cast, Roloy? Roloy? Connor? Connor, you there? Oh no, they got him. Oh no! Oh no, ah! oh, no they got him. Connor, our backs no, were turned. Back. They snuck aboard the ship and they nabbed him. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Cotton was just uh, asking, like, what spell was that actually? <laughs> oh, that wasn't the spell. What? 
That was my own mastery of temporal magics coming to the fore. That was I, a nifty trick. It's the first time I've tried it. I've basically manipulated the weave in such a way that he was frozen in time. And how did that affect you? Well, time magics are uh, not in widely explored field. I imagine it's complicated. Um, yes, there are certain divine domains and clerical practices that revolve around the god of time. However, that is divine magic and not, you know, book learning. I get that. Therefore, I I can only guess how my continued studies of temporal magics will affect me, as you can see. And he sort of like, his hood is down, by the way. He didn't put it back up. It just takes her a moment. Just your hood's down like that long stare. Huh? Oh, yeah. Um, huh. This is an after effect of my frequent usage of time magics and whatnot, and I've tried to look for a way to reverse it. I think maybe if my knowledge and power in chronomancy grows, I may be able to aff affect how it affects me. It's a possibility. I'll have, I'll have finer control of it, and possibly it won't affect my body as much. Yeah, we're hoping. Yeah. Time will Maybe. tell. Well, we have Indeed. two options, which is either we go back and risk it, or we go to Hollingrad, the Dark Continent, which is not I a mean, place both you want to be are at. Terrible, but if yeah. if it's all the same to everyone else, <laughs> I would rather not risk another run-in with that thing. Agreed. Could, I think we got away once and got lucky. Yeah, and we, we should try and keep Roloy as safe as we can. We'll, we'll deal with him when we're ready, whatever that's going to be, but... Yeah, when he doesn't come up on us when we're beaten up. And Beltania's closed up. Yeah. I... I decided to take some advice and whispers from... From what? Huh? Never mind. Uh, just, okay. uh, um, I, I've gotten a little bit more insight on uh, Arcane, and just to try to figure out what might be happening to Biltania, maybe. Um, I want to try to figure that out today, if possible. But well, we have a week at sea. Yeah, we have we have time. Um, as a as a mechanical thing, this is Ray talking above table. Uh, he used uh, the graves, the whispers of the grave, uh, to switch from survive uh, survival to arcane uh, for his proficiency. I, I love I love being able to switch 
What proficiency? <laughs> it's a very useful skill. So, okay. Mirad, for the time being, is going to be proficient in Arcana. Yeah. Where to the wise to anybody who's new to the Dark Continent. If it's nighttime, we do not stay outside. Okay. Daytime it is. Alright. As all of you set sail northward, you head to Silzago Vista. The southernmost town of Hollingrad. As you take to the winds and head northward, you can definitely tell that the chill from the eastern tundra leaks into the ocean. As you can see just off to the east, a massive continental shelf just barely <clears throat> coming over the horizon. Uh, real quick, Aaron, I, I, I hate to, I hate to bother you. Uh, can you spell that port for me so that I have it right for the oh. notes? I can spell yeah. it phonetically, but I'll probably be wrong. Yes, I can. Uh, S Z A L A G O, and then Vista. Okay, yeah, I would not have spelled that right. <laughs> Damn fantasy words. I gotta have my, my notes for all my towns and cities. Alright. As you head up to this port town, and as the days pass, upon the third day, a lot of you notice a small ship. Kind of like a, a, a sloop, if you will. Very low, but with a large, uh... Uh... <laughs> a large mast in the back that catches the wind. As it does come closer, you see with what looks like to be sitting on the front of it is a very relaxed-looking woman before she kind of like peers up and sees the giant shade of your ship passing hers. She's like, what in the world? As you guys are slowly moving past each other. Just Cotton looks over. Sorry. Hello Hi. down there. No, no, no actually, uh, uh, permission to come aboard. We all slowly look at Murad. What do you think, Captain? Uh, fine. <laughs> Merit's suspicious, but yeah, he's okay. As you see, he slows down. Uh, you bring the ship to a stop, and you can see as she comes rounding to the other side of the ship. As she comes atop, you can see with what looks like to be this well-dressed and almost, uh, almost uniquely like. Uh, nautical designed outfit made to kind of buffet the uh, the weather in and of itself. Uh, soup itself it looks like it's just full of glass bottles and alchemical materials that have just kind of strewn across and made organization uh, along the sides of its bow. As you see the individual herself 
Uh, aside from the outfit is this very uh, kind of round face individual, a uh, slightly a bit bulkier than uh, the most individuals, but her hair kind of frizzles out and comes off as very coarse in its uh, in its look. The hair is obviously stained by the sun and time, and the face is just so delightful to me. My goodness, this wonderful ship! As she just like drops to her fours and kind of just like places her hands on the wood and just like, my goodness. I know, it's pretty. And just like slaps the whole head down and like tries to see like the whole flat of the ship. Not a single bend. Ah. And she gets up. My apologies. I find ships like these and other various magical items to be quite fascinating. Winry will lean over to Mira, just like, I like her. She knows a good I ship. <laughs> Mira, it's us. <laughs> Uh, uh, you can see as like one of her bolo ties uh, kind of leaning uh, between the cleavage and she just like tightens it up a bit. Oh, uh, uh, my apologies. Uh, 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 my name is Colleen. I'm a researcher from uh, Volenstan. I'm currently on a expedition for unique nautical magical items. Uh, uh, you're not uh, pirates, are you? Murad raises an eyebrow. <laughs> we didn't exactly hide our pirate flag. Uh, no, we, I'd say we that have to a, the group. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like we we have we had the trade one up when we skedaddled. Did we? Yeah, because okay. uh, we had it up in order to get into port, but it was three yeah. days ago. Yeah, Mira didn't take it down. He okay. He I just, just wanted to be sure. Sailing the ship, he was very distracted by Beltania not talking to him at all. Honestly, it's not—it's not a bad idea to sail the ship incognito. Yeah. We're independent. Who are you? Uh, Colleen. Uh, as she goes over and noticing you, it's just like, my goodness. Um. I hope you don't mind me asking, are you awoken, or are you uh, an amalgamation? Mirad frowns. Uh, <laughs> I am a, a very bit. complicated situation. Oh, she's I not love a complicated. Uh, I can tell she's not a beast. She's capable of walking, talking, and understanding uh, languages as she goes into her pocket and starts like writing down notes. Um, you are fascinating and unique and I mean given the ship that you're driving <laughs> oh my goodness you must be a wellspring of knowledge um, can I get your name it's cotton cotton okay uh, last name there is none very well just cotton fantastic um, so how this happen how what started all of this? It's complicated. Mira is starting to get a look, but it's yeah. just like, I want to keep my mouth shut. 
I'm gonna keep driving the ship. <laughs> As it just continues riding down, like, just complicated. I must imagine it is a very terribly sensitive subject. Yep. Sure is. And it's a little weird to be delving into that someone I just met. I mean, as a researcher, I'm one prone to ask many, many questions. Uh, hmm, I see. What, what kind of what what kind of coinage would this kind of a secret be worth to you? Uh, uh Reloy? None. He, he raises a finger, like, give me a second. <laughs> She's like, "What the hell are you doing?" As she looks at you, we're talking five hundred like, gold, a thousand. Oh my! You you would be worth. Definitely close to around several hundred uh, as she gets a close inspection. A fae in the prime material play. My goodness, I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> well, that day has come. And might I get your name? I look over to I look over to Cotton and I'd like nod like you're welcome. <laughs> She's just like, what Run are away. you <laughs> oh, no surname, just Reloy. Just Reloy. Oh, righty. What brought you to the Prime Material Plane? Oh, well, you see, me and my family were fleeing from a uh, ancient magical uh, hunt, so to speak. Oh, no. My goodness. Well, quite luckily, they haven't found you just yet. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Swing. We all have that look of her from the other day. My, oh my, so fantastic. All right, so, um, any particular talents of yours? You said you're from Volenstad? Yes. Did they know you're out here in the cold? Well, that depends on what part of Volenstan we're talking about. I'm not from uh, Greater Volenstan, you know, obviously, the wars and all that useless junk. I prefer not to be part of any political party. I am an independent researcher for a, uh, for a private institution to the southwest. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a little underground at the moment. We are very much working on trying to build up a repertoire and hopefully might be seeking uh, aid from uh, from well many neighboring allies uh, to the south so, oh really uh, would this yeah. would this ping any any of knowledge that cotton would have from her dad about what she's vaguely explaining uh, what is this organization called yeah I, it sounds very interesting I might want to take a part of it wink wink yeah, yeah, so I'm assuming this institution has I do quite, have... the, quite the financial <laughs> backing to, uh, you know, be putting forth to all of this research. Yeah, I do have proficiency in history, so. What with the compensating people for interviews and whatnot? As you see, as she stops and is like, well, um, we are from the Twice Wise Institution. Uh, it is a small group. We are a group of eight individuals. 
seeking out many magical and unique situations as possible in order to coalesce and put together a guide of unique things that people might not know or have seen yet. Um, uh, my institution it does have some financial backing, uh, but mostly we bring a lot of our own personal wealth. Uh, mine is quite limitless, um, given my family's former position, but that's a story for another time and uh, probably a story we may never hear. Uh, but yes, this, this um, I, I personally love to get to know more about what I'm seeing in front of me. Um, and Cotton, you would know that the Twice Wise uh, mm-hmm. are extremely small. They're actually probably one of the very few groups that like trade notes uh, in between other institutions, like the Luxon, for example. Uh, however, uh, uh, eight individuals in it themselves, uh, they prefer to kind of they prefer to kind of lean back uh, a lot of the time, so it is unique to find somebody so open to having this conversation with other people. Yeah, it's just when she hears Valenstan, she's like, mm, hmm, hold on. <laughs> Uh, Which she wouldn't have recognized this lady then, but otherwise, right? Actually, make me Mm. an intelligence save. What? Make me an intelligence save. Save or check? Save. Yeah, I also still have that inspiration at least, so. Oh my goodness. Columbia. Uh. Little thing here. Twenty-one. Oh, twenty-one. You feel a fear. You gain one humanity point, by the way. Yay! You feel a fear. A fear of oh my god, this fucking person's name is escaping me, and I feel like such a terrible person for it because. Not only is the name escaping you, but also, like, you swear to God, you've met this person once before in your past life at some point, at some meeting, some conference, something, something, something. Like, she was Who super nice and I you? can't remember her name. Yeah. <laughs> or her face in that sense. Like, she remember, she knows the name now, but, like, yeah. Oh, great. So that's she's got that slight social awkward fear. Like, oh, no, I'm a horrible person. <laughs> Which yeah. is my fear for everyday situations. Oh shit, I cannot remember your name to your face. I am so sorry. <laughs> That's a very There's human a, feeling. Just There's hey! a lot of people Which is out why there that can got the it. humanity point back. Yeah, just that, that, hey, you! Yeah. <laughs> As the head turns, yes. No, no, I'm saying that was a that was oh. the joke. I'm so oh, sure <laughs> she wouldn't have done that. And she continues to kind of poke and prod uh, Roloy about the uh, about the prospect of what she's asking. I so- go on and on about everything, like the most mundane of my interests. To let Cotton like disappear the from this. I've been, I'm trying to exhaust her. Yeah, you not- you go into extreme detail, but her her capability of keeping up and writing notes is damn pert near endless. 
Cotton and actually years went ago, to the after the after the clown saga, the, the thirteen years after that, then we went to I, I think a, a, a mountain of some sort. We lived amongst the goats there, and then <laughs> we yeah, it it's like tries to get Cotton's attention, just to whisper to them because they they have to be at the, the yeah. helm. Um, yeah. Cotton's just like she's 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 fine. I, I know I've met this lady before, and I can't remember, and I feel awful. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, he, he rubs her back, <laughs> just like, it's okay. Just <laughs> face in, you know, face in hand, just, oh. <laughs> You'll remember, don't worry, it'll come to you, probably in the middle of the night, but I'm sure it'll come to you. <laughs> Uh, Roloy, as you reach towards the end of your story, you can see she just like, one, two, three, and it's just like, my goodness, you have had a very fulfilling life. <laughs> yep. So. Wild, um, crazy adventures, and you're not even done. Nope. You better uh, not evidently be. Evidently not. So, I think that would be 500 for my life story, I would have to say. <laughs> By all means, as she goes into the pocket and hands it to you. Well, shit, that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> Mirad's just like, so if you look over to Mirad, he gives like a big like smile and it's just a nod, just like, good job. Like, he would give a thumbs up if it wasn't so obvious. <laughs> and, and obviously, I I leave out like details about Alois and, and secret dealings that we've done. If you had tried, you probably wouldn't yeet it off the shit by cotton. <laughs> Fairly maybe, easily, too. I, maybe I a little out, dunk. I leave out <laughs> super pertinent stuff, and I basically fill it in with mundane details. Yeah. I think cotton would just come back going, wow, that was a lot, Roloy. Henry will probably come up with a glass of water for Roloy. I think he needs it. As After talking so much. As you enter her purview, Winry, as she looks down to you, not only just a halfling, but with certain draconic-like uh, details. Uh, the horns on your head really give it away. Oh, really? I hadn't noticed. <laughs> but I'm certainly very interested. Please, from the start. Uh, Cotton's just mouthing, be nice. Like, she remembers this lady, like, she's actually really nice. Just, like, if, if, if she's not facing Mirad, Mirad to Winry is kind of, like, rubbing his fingers together. It's just, like, get, it's, like, well, money. Okay. Get the money. <laughs> get, money. Get the money for the interview. <laughs> Do it full roll on. Money. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Winry will uh, crack her knuckles. Would you like to hear the history of why I have these horns, or would you like a personal history of myself? Because I'll admit, the personal history is a little bit more boring. Winry. I would love to know more about how you have those horns and that unique item on your arm as well. Uh, uh we'll, we'll, uh, we'll build the item on my arm separately. I have a question for you, ma'am. Um, you're in this tiny little ship of yours and all the way out here, are you stuck out here? No, I think I'm fine. Uh, I mean, I have plenty of concoctions and vitamins to keep me going. Where were you headed all the way out here? Oh, I was heading to the Sheer Mesa. Uh, tons of magical, uh, magical research that is currently being done there. Uh, I was supposed to meet up with one of my allies, but I wanted to cross over the seas to get some brand new sites. Hopefully 
just watch Hollingrad from a distance, but uh, making my way down south has always been something I've wanted to try. Ah. Well, don't go to Hollingrad at night. Oh no, I'm very aware of that. <laughs> I am too. Alright, well, uh, <clears throat> I suppose we should get started with uh, how my people started. And when we proceeds to start with the lore that she's been able to gather and refine. Khan's just looking at me right at this point. just looking at me right at this point going, she's a very nice lady. Please don't swindle her. It's like really? murmuring to him. It's like, look, if she's like being like the most like outrageous person, she's going to pay for it one way or another. It might as well be with gold. It's like, Mira just kind of gets like a shrug look of like, we're going to I'm gonna. They're gonna get paid if she's willing to pay. It's just like it's. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> My mother always said, "If you're good at something, don't do it for free." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're good at something, don't do it for free. And uh, as such, <laughs> Winry will go about telling the story. Yada yada yada. Many gestures and indications, and a very loving tap to the Nightwish. Place my dad, the Joker. <laughs> oh, also, <laughs> hey, Winry! Don't tempt oh. me. <laughs> What's up, Mirad? Uh, you can probably show her the drum. <gasps> yes, I can play the drum too! And Winry will. And also, this I drum play is the drums. another marvelous artifact. This <laughs> drum was actually with the ship when we first landed on the island, and it's just been kept in such loving shape. Uh, the kids are having fun. I can see that. (laughs) How fantastic. Oh my goodness. All of this, perfect. Great for my research. And I honestly wish I could spend more time with all of you, but unfortunately, (sighs) plans do arise. Well, I know you're in a hurry, but I do want to make sure that we're fairly compensated for everything. Oh, absolutely. Hands you 200 gold pieces. (laughs) That's all I have left. What? Where pouch? <laughs> I took most of her money. <laughs> oh my god. I suppose this will do. Constantly, uh, you like, be nice. <laughs> uh, Any, right. uh, so you, are you heading to Hollingrad? Because we are also heading to Hollingrad. I, like I said, I wanted to keep a healthy distance, distance between myself and, and, and Hollingrad. But Hollingrad's am... not for E. The weary of heart. Yeah, yeah, true. Sadly, I, we have to go to Hollingrad. I I am going to make my way down south. However, due to much of my research and um and of course the strangeness of this world, every so often uh, arising, you all seem like the quite the adventurous type. So, if you wouldn't mind me asking, I would love to come back and continue our interviews later. Uh, if I can manage to flag you all down the next time. Well, to be honest, well, the ship's kind of unique. I don't think you'll forget us. Oh, absolutely not. Not after today. I don't know um, how you're going to flag us down, but sure. Yeah, that. Well then, uh, I do apologize for taking up so much of your time. Do you need anything, like, food-wise? Before we like set you back on your tiny ship, out she in the looks back, cold. She looks back down to the sloop as you see the various bottles of alchemical uh, uh, alchemical uh, equipment and uh, 
has some very light work of a who could be useful for cooking. I think I should be fine. Okay. Hey. I just don't want to leave you out here on your lonesome. Yes. As, I mean, uh, if you need a restock on some of your spices. Yeah. She, this lady didn't recognize Cotton, right? It was just fascination. It, she did not. Okay, good. To be fair, Cotton is not exactly a common well, look. As far this- as you know. Hmm. As far as you know, she she did not. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Cotton would at least leave her. Like, I didn't mean to be rude earlier, but my work's kind of my situation's kind of NDA, so. Understandable. Well then, I will uh, be sailing off down to the south. Thank you also very much. Just uh, here, be careful. Take this. Merritt gives her one of the goodie bags. <laughs> oh, how fanciful! As she see, she pulls it out. Uh, Mm, very nutritious. Ginger snaps. Mm. 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 It's been a while since I've had something like this. All right, well then, I will disembark. You all have a wonderful travel to the north. As she see as she uh, hops off the side of the ship, and you see as uh, she braces her sail and makes her way southward, away from all of you. I still feel really bad. Why? I know her, but I just... It just... didn't. will come to you. Don't worry about it. It's one of those <laughs> uh, two-in-the-morning realizations. Merad gives a nod. <sighs> Roloy sort of, like, visibly deflates. How did you yeah, keep that, that was, going? That was a lot of effort. That, yeah, I'm impressed. Oh, trust me. I, given the chance to talk, I will go on and on. You can certainly baffle just, them with bullshit. Well, it wasn't all bullshit. The cloud. I have a few truths arc. in the nuggets of the story. Lately, been thinking a lot about my parents. For no, no, I know. I'm just. There are some few things in there that really made us raise an eyebrow, like you know, clowns. Oh, that was real. That was true. That was real? We were part of a circus for five years, and then one day, gone. Listen, Uh, I know you gave just a quick summary of it, but I would love to hear some of the tales in that. That would be hilarious. I I think I literally just filled a book with them. We weren't... Well, (laughs) yeah, but I mean, how much of that could I actually hear (laughs) and retain? Fair enough. Maybe, Maybe after lunch, during lunch. Certainly. Yeah. (laughs) I think it'd make me feel a little bit better. Yeah. Just something. Where's Holly? Right here. Avoided all of that. Don't do that. Have you been standing there the whole time? Yeah. There's something to be said about wearing dark clothing and standing in a dark corner. It, It works as the... Cruise Rogue Dark clothing definitely works <laughs> I imagine that I was not Very interesting as a Servant of the Raven Queen so I Kept myself away Probably for the best It was hard yeah. talking to her I'm not as At least for so long I, think I don't have the, the patience boat. to entertain 
Yeah. Same. Unless I'm cooking, I really don't. <laughs> I either. personally find it very mysterious. In a good way. Mm -hmm. uh, well, uh, what now? That was a weird encounter. Well, so yeah. Well, uh, I'll uh, head up to the crow's nest and uh, I'll see if I spy anything up there. When we get closer, while we're getting closer to Hollingrad, um, avoid the crow's nest during night, just in case. Yeah. I don't know Roger exactly all the be beasties, but I'd prefer you not to get plucked in the night. Yeah, I wouldn't want that either. So uh, as soon as the sun starts to go down, I'll I'll be coming down with it. Okay. The reason I didn't have use of my eyes because of Hollingrad at night. Oh dear. Yeah. Well, Pretty... that is a uh, word of warning that I am going to take to heart. Mm -hmm. Pretty nasty place. But we gotta go there. <laughs> as <laughs> saying so reluctantly as possible. You set sail northward. Uh, after about a few hours, uh, after the afternoon has passed, and you go down Mirad. Uh, as you head downstairs and begin to try and cook things, you begin to notice some things are missing. What? He starts to investigate immediately. Hmm. Make an investigation joke. Uh, <laughs> um, he oh, no, the question, the question when is: When people are in his kitchen, <laughs> is it Colleen or is it Hornsby? <laughs> the question is: Are they teeny tiny uh, little itty bitty coffee? Uh, I rolled a natural one. You go oh. and try and reach for the salt and pepper, the BFF, and it's gone. And then you are all like, okay. As you open the chest with all the uh, frozen meats and stuff, half of it is missing. Did we get bamboozled? You immediately walk over to uh, to a couple of growlers that you've been helping uh, produce in a delightful sea mead with, and both growlers are gone. We got swindled. <laughs> You, you see, Mirad, it's like the, the tips of his hair is just flame up, just just like turns the ship around, hunts her down. <laughs> I, he's actually very tempted to do just that. <laughs> no one fucks with this kitchen. <laughs> you also uh, begin to notice uh, uh, as you're starting to get an inkling that things are just up and missing. You head up towards where the cannons would be. You find that small stack of cannonballs are missing. Then you head to the captain's quarters and one of the major maps that kind of covers <laughs> the entirety of Yimnin <laughs> is missing as well. <laughs> Too many things. <laughs> Too many things, God. <laughs> Too many things. Very quiet, quiet something came here and took things. Immediate U-turn and everybody's just like, whoa! 
Boy, am I glad I left my notebook with you, Henry. <laughs> thunk, 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 thunk. Like you can hear his heavy that footsteps that coming is- back up. <laughs> She uh, would have. To- oh, geez, Mirad, I, I, I'm very sorry if Hornsby did anything. He didn't. Okay, I'm a lot less worried now. <laughs> he, <laughs> but this is probably the first time you've seen him like just, just genuinely, just like kind of really pissed off. Besides the seethingness back at the pirate city, it's like he's like just what. Weirdos to leave us the fuck alone for two goddamn weeks or months or whatever. Ah. <laughs> what happened? We got stolen from. What? What all did when? I take? How? Recently. We were keeping, we were keeping her very, vis- very busy and we didn't notice anything missing this morning at breakfast, right? She was keeping us busy. She was keeping us busy. Wait, would have Holly have noticed anything since she was just in the corner the whole time? All of you were keeping eyes on her. Oh, shoot. (laughs) Wait, wait. Merritt's turning around. He's going after her. There was Hornsby below deck. I can't make him talk, but if he can at least confirm there was somebody else here. (laughs) Did someone duct tape Hornsby so they wouldn't rat? Confess. Hornsby! <laughs> and she runs she runs. Or gave him a snack to shut him the fuck up. <laughs> or they took Hornsby and Murad's happy for it. <laughs> Where's Hornsby? <laughs> Hornsby uh Hornsby has slowly began building a small nest in the uh in one of the dark corners of the ship, uh kind of one of the main braces that hold up the uh the main deck. And as you Winry are just like <laughs> yep, basically, basically. Fran- as, frantically worried. As you see the large beak come around. Hornsby! Ah. Ah. Oh, thank goodness you're still here. Uh, here, I'm just I'm gonna climb up. She gets a box, she climbs up on top of it to look inside the nest, see if there's anything in there where that might explain something. Uh, there's like four gold pieces, a sliver of dried meat, and as well as what looks like to be this uh, small uh, hundred gold piece worth gem. She's uh, been stealing shit. A green <laughs> hue, yeah. It's an emerald. Good boy. Huh? Henry will be just like, Ooh. He's been just finding things of his fancy while you guys make for port. <laughs> well, Winry will trade a couple of her own gold pieces just so that she can uh, keep a hold of that gem there. Ow! Here you go, buddy. Here, I'll trade. I'll trade you these these three sparklies for this one green sparkly. See, as like the massive beak kind of just like holds onto the gold pieces and <laughs> replaces them. Oh, go, good boy! And she she's going to very very nicely just scratch the top of his head. Good boy. Yeah, and I'm, she's going to put an emerald piece in her uh, in her pocket. <laughs> yeah, Vera doesn't blame Hornsby because Hornsby can't get away with several cannonballs <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> hmm. I would be he would be very surprised if Hornsby can get away with several <laughs> cannonballs. The pelican <laughs> lifts him up. His fucking nest is like a fucking bag of holding. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> putting things in there every day. Like, oh, what's up with these great. birds? What the fuck? <laughs> not a bird, of course, but I, yeah. I know. Me, Ray, I know that he's not a uh, Hornsby's not a bird. Mirad still calls him a fucking bird. <laughs> like an idiot. God. Cotton would just be like, I know the urge is to hunt her down, but we, we need are. to reach Hollingrad. They took a map. A map of what? I don't want to get another one. <laughs> Mara, okay, what? We, we we also need to have enough provisions to get from one place to another, and we can't she just go She also a- stole some provisions and cannonballs. I don't know why the fuck she would steal cannonballs. They're not that expensive. Do you think maybe uh, her little sloop was a little bit of an illusion? Yeah, check your gold pieces, guys. Oh, I'll I'll check the gold pieces that she gave me. Yeah. Oh, jeez, me too. <laughs> <laughs> as to see if they're you, not wooden. <laughs> as you open, it is full of small rocks. Uh, oh. Yeah. All right, we are turning around. <laughs> <laughs> We've been bamboozled. <laughs> Shall we do a bit of pirating, Captain? Yeah, I think so. It's it's about time. It's been a while. <laughs> Mira puts on a hat. <laughs> Hold on, I'll He's get been that mine to too. Use that hat. <laughs> nah, he, he he hates wearing the hats because they usually catch on fire. But <laughs> onward, yep, chasing after her. All right, as you turn the ship around, you all feel the immediately the immediate gravity pull as all of you are just like as. <laughs> You set full sail, full speed, southward in order to try and catch up to this individual who has been probably traveling for about eight hours southward. Wait, it's been that Winry, long? Winry is, Winry yeah. is at the drum. She is, she is pulsing on that drum, just like, go faster, faster, faster. Catch her, catch her. It's only been eight hours. <laughs> and we have a very fast ship. Uh, as you try and make your way southward as the day slowly turns into night you get a faint feeling that they are way ahead and their ship is much lighter than yours Cotton's just waiting for the whole like uh huh Mm -hmm. By nightfall, you still have not caught up to the ship. Not that you would kind of gather what general direction it might have gone, but south was what they said. South is a very long way. Yeah, but it was only eight hours ago. On a ship that might have not been what it actually looked like in the first place. thought the ship could go a bit faster with its magical winds. We don't know which direction she went. She could have just said south just to throw you off. And we don't have any magical scrying eye stuff. After eight hours, did you begin to finally cool down? Yeah, Cotton just like, I'll let him feel this one out. 
is so... Boy, I sure am glad I didn't tell her anything about Klinghex. Good thing she can't get it off your arm. Yeah, and I let me she tell didn't you, this, get to it sucks else when this thing important. starts to itch. If she did get her your journal, then you would be chasing after her. Right? Yeah, but it didn't, because she'd have to know where it is, know what she's looking for, and know how to call it out of that bag. Yeah. I'm not dismissing the scenario, but... Are we gonna go chase after this person the whole time? And also risk going south and running into that pirate lord? He seems to have a pretty apparent calling card. With the whole storm thingy. We need to be up in this area for missing piece for me and eventually looking for that tracker. Okay, fine. I'm not dismissing what she did, but we have to figure out our priorities here. I'll try my best to chart any new courses without a map. We might get lost. The map that you lost was of the mainland of Yemen. So, like, you're not losing an oceanic map, you're losing a section of Oh, okay. I thought it was an oceanic map. No, no, no. Mm -mm. No, no, no. Because those are very, very important for navigating the sea. (laughs) Oh, yes. They can lead to life or death situations. (laughs) All right. Let's go back. Time to make up eight hours going back north. She is not getting any mercy from me. Meet her next. I don't care how nice she is. She does not steal from a pirate without I'm not disagreeing with you. She did ask if we were pirates and we said no. No, I didn't answer her. We said independent and that could be mean. It could mean a lot of things, so... The way she shouldn't be stealing from strangers with a magical boat and several unique individuals, clearly. Very I love how this pirate is talking about you shouldn't steal. <laughs> no, you shouldn't Real steal from a pirate because you should know that you're going to get fucked if they find you. <laughs> I mean, there's also the pirate's code, but, you know, neither yeah. here nor there. So, you turn again yep. to Hollingrad mm-hmm. and bemoan the loss of 700 gold. Especially you, Rola. You, you, you sold her a 500 gold story and she gave you rocks. Well, I suppose it was just fun to talk about myself for a few moments anyway. He, uh, he moments? Poor- he pours out the he pours out the rocks and he stores them in a separate bag. I'm gonna make her eat these. <laughs> you know, I would love to donate my contribution here. Here you go. Oh, here's, by all here's 200 means. more. It just opens up the bag with uh, like <laughs> 700 small pebbles in it. 
Now all we need is to put that in a sock and we'll be good. Just smack her around with it. I do have the option to learn magic stones. Ooh. Now that sounds good. Meaning if Mara is like just seizing still, it's just like takes so long to make really good things and stole them. Cotton just walks right up to him, says nothing, and gives him a really tight hug. It's like there, there. He's in my kitchen, fucking with my stuff. (laughs) You will have your revenge. We've been at this for eight hours. Thankfully, thankfully, we earned enough. Enough money in the Baccarat to be able to restock and everything, so. That is true. Yeah, give it time. Raloyal probably wind up learning a spell to hunt her down anyway. Oh, you can count on it now. Hey, you think maybe we can pull off that, uh, that Terra card thing up in Hollingrad? D- daytime, <laughs> of course, but. Um. If and I haven't already been there. Hollingrad's a bit of a dangerous place. Okay. Uh, I mean, we don't have to, but I mean, that was that was an idea. We can, it's, if I'm understanding, Aaron, we can definitely stock back up in Hollingrad, but it's it's the dark continent for a reason. Yeah, it it, it it's nighttime is known for its the overtaking of those who prefer the night. Yeah, uh, you're you're looking at things like vampires. Werewolves, other sorts of crazy monsters, witches, witches. Hags. I grew, I grew up here. It, witches, hags, and werewolves. Oh my! Yeah. So you never know what you might try to swindle, and you're gonna regret it. All right. Well, now we know to be more vigilant. Um. Where we're trying to dock at is that near where her home that she has with a... Uh, because no, part of uh, this was to find that specific thing on the map that future daughter left. So, uh, where you are from is Arnaeum, the capital of uh, Hollingrad. Arnaeum is kind of sitting dead center uh, of Hollingrad. Like, it's between these two massive mountains. And using that as kind of like a natural barrier. Uh, uh, you are... Your home would be within Arnaeum. Uh, mm-hmm. The closest port... Uh, the closest port, especially all the way to the far south, that is uh, the Salisco, uh, Salazo... Uh, <laughs> Saligo uh, Vista is that southern town. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you move up towards the northwest, you run into uh, the Caval Swamps. You run into the uh, run into Averlist. You run into the Cathedral Ward, uh, and uh, probably more than likely the Red Mist that kind of encompasses that area, which is known to take you to a place known as Castle Ravensboro. Uh, those who make their way there don't mm. come back. <laughs> Some of us Most are squinting. Of them. <laughs> Most of them. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, how else would we get the stories? 
So if we were wanting to try to get to her home, we'd have to travel on foot to get to it? Uh, you can definitely dock uh, a little closer to the city of Caval, and then mm-hmm. make your way through the swamps and then head up to our name. It's a choice, but... But if you want to travel from the far south northward, you're going to have to go through Caval anyways. Yeah, no, I, I think it's more so that she's like, we can do that and figure out this little mystery that uh, she left for us, or we just stock up at the southernmost and head back down when we think it's safe to look for the tracker. Because Iggy said that it, he would definitely be in that town we left, right? Uh, that's what Igadimus had mentioned. Hmm. The only other option I have is trying to call upon my dad, but he said only when things are dangerous. Well, hmm. how often are we going to be coming back to Hollingrad? Hopefully not and a lot at all. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a vacation spot, so it is not. if we do go up here, I say we restock at the first dock, and then try to dock at the place closest to your home, Cotton. See what we can find there, and then skedaddle. Well, this is... What she left was a little map of my home home, not Caval. Well, I, I I, know, I know. But, I mean, if we dock closer, then the journey yes. on foot will be shorter. Yeah, but not any less dangerous. I mean, I it's gonna be dangerous that. either way. You've... you've You've expounded on how dangerous it is. I believe you. I could call him to see if we can find a safer way or his help to get to our home safely. If he'd even permit it. Well, the worst he can say is no, and then we end up going anyway. Fair enough. Yeah. I'll, um... I'll work on that, then. And she'll, like, go yeah. to the captain's quarters to see if she can do so. Alright. Uh, any other discussions you want to have before this one? Uh, amongst the rest of the party? So, Rolai, do you want to feed them one by one, or a big old chunk? What do you want to do with them? I was thinking the whole bag at once. <laughs> okay. And if it doesn't fit, we'll make it. Oh, yeah. We, we can take a few out of time. She's she's 700 in the belly. Subway. Somehow. Like an we'll old children's story. What, the little old lady who ate a stone? I was thinking the wolf and the sheep. Oh! No, I don't know that one. Sorry. Ah. <laughs> Must have been a fey thing. <laughs> you I spent my life on an island, buddy. I I don't know a lot of I don't know a lot of stories. You know what? That's fair enough. Why don't you tell tell her about it? Oh, I I could. <laughs> More talking. Hey. <laughs> As you take a deep breath to tell this story. Um. Yeah. Here. <laughs> As you take a bit of a private moment 
within the captain's quarters. You pull out the stone that was given to you by your father. Mm hmm. It's, it's a sending stone, correct? Right. Yeah, or stone of sending, whatever. Yeah. The message she sends to hopefully hear back is just We're not in any current danger, but I do need your help. A few moments pass before a response comes through. I'm here. What do you need? How do I, I? Now I know I'm stuck with... Am I stuck with the 25 words or the sending stone is fine, right? Sending stone is fine. Okay, I just want to make sure. It's I, I'm trying to stay within the rules. point, yeah. Got between it. Between two stones. Yeah, so... Um, we were at the fireball back in the previous town and ran into Iggy. Mm. Um, and realized we were surrounded by the Umbrians. And a few things came up, specifically Reloy was being hunted. Uh, what was the name of the, the name of that guy again? I'm so sorry. Uh, the Volus. The Volus. Yeah, we were hunted by the Volus, so we had to very quickly get away. Um, currently, we're heading north toward Hollingrad. We couldn't find the tracker yet. However, there is something that I need back home, and I know even though docking at the nearest. Uh, port, it's still dangerous to get to it. And I was wondering if there's any way that you could help us get there and back without, you know, running into all the things that fill that country. Traversing through the night of Hollingrad has always been something you and I both know well. It's not something that you just do unless you have a particular business with the lords that may be. I myself freely ha freely and happily walk through, given my position. But that's you, not me. That is what I'm concerned about. What is it that you're trying to find at home? I'm piecing back my memories. Um, ran in with Arthur again. That's not an answer to my question. I don't know if I can speak about it just yet. Is... And you know I don't like keeping things from you. I'm worried about something missing because... He handed back to me one of my books and it had the scrying eye on it. Try to keep a close eye on you, if not already. Mm-hmm. We knew that was always a possibility. I think he was a bit more apparent about it now. I just need to confirm something by finding a piece of... one of my pieces from home. I don't feel like I have a lot of time, Dad. I feel like I keep slipping. More and more. 
this long pause of almost trying to come up with a thought. She's also, like, seeing if he'll even confess to something, you know, mm. on his own. I'm not exactly sure how I might be able to help you with this one. Had I wish that I would given you one of my scales, I might have been able to assist you then, but... We're kind of on our own. For the moment, yes. <sighs> Arthur keeps offering for me to come back to him more and more, but he said his patience is slipping on that one. He knew that the pirate lord was coming for Aloy, or at least coming to that location, and gave us at least a ten minutes warning. That's not generosity to abuse, I hope you understand. I don't know if I'm walking right into a trap with him. His words are sugared poison, my love. I'm aware. Good. My book had an alteration in it that wasn't mine. Is this the reason why you're going home? Yeah. Let's see. And do be careful. She's a little disappointed, but like she also doesn't know if it really is him that did it. So like she's she hates this feeling of teetering in the middle of it. There's a very high chance that if I don't figure out how to fix this, it won't end well. I'm not talking about moments where I lose it and I come back. I mean, that's what you saw in the tube. Permanent. I know. And... According to him, that calculation was erased and shifted, and this was an end result for it. I suppose the matter will be to conclude that he was the one to have shifted it. Holly tried to check that. She was able to glean some memories off the arcane eye. She saw me, my old self anyway. She saw him, but she also saw Mirad and then something else, but she couldn't make it out. He co he cracked the code. And honestly, I'm not too shocked over time. As you see 
or as from what you can hear, some thoughts begin to kind of cross before you hear the faint clang of a door being opened. I do have to apologize. I have another matter to attend to. Okay. We'll speak more on this later. I promise. I know you do. Thank you. And we'll try to stay safe. Before you hear the slight shuffling, you hear the last words, Alois, and the spell ends. Mm-hmm. She'll just put the stone away. She doesn't know how to feel about it. Because she doesn't want to put them through a lot of danger trying to get through Hollingrad either. face this challenge as it comes. She'll return to them eventually be like, unfortunately, there's not much help he can afford us right now. He's kind of tied up. (sighs) Hollingrad isn't easy. It's very dangerous. So that's why I gave the option that we can just stock up and head back down. Because I'm not going to force you guys to deal with the dangers that plague this place. Oh my gods. What? How many I don't times do we have to tell everyone We literally everyone almost got sucked thing. into a supernatural storm because of my bullshit. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're gonna help with this. <laughs> it's gonna be Listen, dangerous. Listen, you guys, you guys help me raise a dinosaur from under the island. Uh, yes, I am going to help you. You can't tell me no, and she's going to poke poke at Cotton's knee. I wasn't saying no, I was giving a choice. Honestly, not a single day that we've spent together has been anything near normal. If it's not out in the middle of the ocean and alone. Um, So just don't worry about apologizing for things. She'll look to Mirad like, okay. Mirad gives a thumbs up. Uh It's like, I... We have to do this. You have to find answers. And we are mm-hmm. on a time limit. Understand that. I understand that better now. I've calmed down. <laughs> That's good to see. <laughs> um, so we'll do this thing in Hollandgrad. We will get out of it. Hopefully nothing implodes while we are out and about. If it does, we'll handle it. Yeah. Regardless, we have to stop at some port because a lot of our stuff just got stolen. So. Mm. Lots of meats, lots of drinks. You know, if you want a really good punishment for anybody, stick them on Tallingrad and don't let them leave. No, that's too fast. You think that's fast? Yes. (laughs) 
Enlarge, reduce. I could shrink the bag of stones and then they would fit. Still going on about it. You know, that's actually a really good idea. And then I drop the spell and. Yeah. Very fun. Talk Don't about feeling a rock in her stomach. I love the long game being planned here. <laughs> all right. As you all come to the conclusion and head northward as an extra day has been added to your travels. Yeah. Alright, so that's four days, so roll away. I think we're down to 18. <laughs> oh, right, for the, the scrying or whatever she was doing. Yeah. Has all of you, uh, what port did you guys want to go to? Seligo the one or... The one closest to her home. Uh, okay, Caval. Caval, thank you. How's that spelled? What now? How is it spelled? How is that, how is that one spelled? Uh, C-A-V-A-L-L. Caval. C-A-V-A-L-L. Gotcha. As... You all sail northward and leaving the Xion Sea for the Ordequo Sea. As you sail the multiple days and nights as nightfall ends and a new morning begins as you begin to see the break of land to the north of you. Holly and Cotton. Mm-hmm. You both notice, just off in the far off, uh, far off distance, is a large stack of smoke, black and still billowing. We did know there was another pirate lord up this way, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Is it possible we're walking into an attack? Who was it that we were told is like hanging out around out here? God, it's so far back. Sorry, that that would require a lot of digging through notes. Uh, you are aware that Viscal uh, was making oh. his way around oh, this area. Oh no, not this guy! Yeah, Cotton would sit there for a minute and then just like that, like oh no, look, it's just like and she'll just mutter to Holly like Viscal. Looks like it. Should we when steer we clear and head for another port? We should stay away for now. Tell your husband. Yeah, don't say anything to Winry. I'm not going to say a damn thing to anyone. She'll, like, scuttle on off to Mirad. Point it out to him and she'll just mutter the words Viscal. Uh, fuck. Okay. Yeah. We'll look for another port. But there's only. Cabal's the only other one. Next to the southern one. Okay. I'm thinking. Are we near Cabal or are we near the southern one? You're near Cabal. So the southern one is about another day's back. Yeah, we don't have a choice. We're running a little low. Just 
try to stay away from it. Try to keep it from Winry? No, we'll let Winry know there's a ship out there. We're seeing danger, but... I mean, we're gonna need her fog cloud to kind of stay out of being seen, because if we can see them, they'll eventually be able to see us. Oh, of course. I'm just talking about letting Winry know about mm-hmm. who's there. My worry is that if we say it out loud, her Klingheck is gonna lose its mind. That's what I was thinking. So keep it from Winry for now? Uh-huh. <sighs> okay. Alright. Uh, go get Winry. Uh, where is Winry? Uh, she is at various points around the ship. Uh, da, 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 da. I'd say right now she's probably wiping off the drum because there's salt water on it and she doesn't want it to be all salty and crusty. Yeah. Cotton will like wander up to you going, we're gonna need that fog cloud of yours to steer clear of whatever that is. Oh, uh, sure. Uh, let me get that ready for you. Uh, how big of a cloud do you need? We need, up to 60 feet. we need to stay completely innocuous to whatever they are, and so we can get into port. Roger that. I will slow down my speed just a little bit, just so it doesn't look like a speeding mist. It just looks like a rolling mist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, less, less we need is a cloud of the, fog just raising. <laughs> that one gif of that guy that's just, like, billowing smoke off the body. <laughs> Yeah, this is like, need a bit, we're going to be a little bit more clever about this. So it's we're not going to speed in, we're going to roll in. As you make your way inward, uh, you do take note just beyond what you can see, beyond the fog. The city is half devastated. Um, all ships have left port. Much of the wooden docks are burnt to hell and probably unstable, and the one stone dock that's there just looks like people were just chipping at the sides and pulling off the stones uh, before giving up. What on? There is also this. What happened here? Heavy stench of sulfur in the air. We can't stay here. We do need to gather something. As you said. Do we... Do we dock offshore? Find a... Or find a quiet cove? Would Cotton know of any, like, secret alcoves or something like that along the shoreline here? Not really, as... The town itself looks like it has been devastated, but whatever is left behind, it doesn't exist anymore. Uh, whatever attack happened, it happened very recently during the night and had left by morning time. So Cotton is no very frustrated here. right now. <laughs> so, so the threat's no longer docked. Uh, from no. what you guys can immediately see, uh, as well as Holly from passive insight of like the mood in the air, whatever the threat was, it's gone. The threat's gone, but there's also nothing here to restock the ship, which is another issue. 
Honestly, with the way things look, I don't think there's even a piece of bread left. No. We could probably fish for a few days if we completely run out while heading to another port. We're gonna have to go back to the southern port. You guys could dock here. There's nothing stopping you. It's just nobody's here in a way. Like, there's probably survivors. I I suppose the concern is if nobody's here right now, if somebody sees a ship here, and if that somebody is the somebody that did this, uh... That's what we have to miss. Well, yes, but it doesn't last forever. Uh, how long does it last? Uh, oh, actually, I, I need to read that up. Excuse me. It's like an hour? Uh, bu- 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 concentration up to an hour. And, uh, I can't keep a 24-hour vigil on that. Well, what if we just dock, see what we can do very quickly, or what we can find, and then head right back out? What's the time of day, by the way? Uh, it is well within the early hours of the morning. Uh, oh, okay. Between, I was like, if it's if it's getting yeah. evening, the answer was absolutely not. Oh, yeah. I think we have to at least try to scrounge up something. Okay. Because we have to come back to this port anyway. Yeah. Unless we uh, want to do double travel. Double the travel. Hmm. Well... Whatever happens, I don't want anybody going out there without somebody else to back them up. You're gonna we're, we're going to leave the ship abandoned either. No. Right. Okay, so... Who... I'll get down, because I know what this area was, at least. Should I go? I know... I know I have the, the daydream. But... It could also come to me... If I needed to. But it also will leave these guys to not be able to move it if I'm not here. If they need to move the ship. Because <laughs> again, it's best if we go in twos. At least. I wonder. Uh, Roloy, how good is your illusion spells? Illusions. Like, uh. I wonder if maybe you can make the Nightwish look wrecked and abandoned. That might buy us a little extra time. <laughs> the Nightwish is offended. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry, sweetheart. Pet, 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 pet. <laughs> well, I can't do it for long. Can you do it long enough for us to get something and get out? Maybe... Do you think if you hold concentration on that fog and just keep recasting it, you can hold it for longer than an hour? Well, yeah, I've, I've got a few spell slots. I mean, I've already used... I already used one today. Um, I've got, like... Uh, if I cast at a lower level, I could probably last for another three hours. So, five total? 
I could probably make it look kind of cruddy, but that would only last for an hour. I wish there was a way to camouflage this ship sometimes. It's pretty, don't get me wrong. But, but pretty noticeable. Well, that pretty sword noticeable. does give you complete control over the ship, doesn't it? Yeah. Cotton um, would lean over to Murat going, he has no idea what this ship looks like as far as I know. Yeah, he doesn't, but still, a sparkly ship is a sparkly ship. Yeah. It's treasure. Could you use the sword to make it look not sparkly? Uh, I can... Ask it. I, um... Winry bends down to the deck of the ship, just like, okay, just, it's only gonna be temporary, don't worry. Kind of holds the sword and tries to focus a little bit ma of magic in it. Just, like, trying to figure it, figure it out. Uh, I think he still has his arcane um, attached. You didn't say you switched it, so... I didn't, I didn't switch it. Um... You attempt to try and change the visage of the ship. Unfortunately, it's not what it's capable of doing. You can definitely change the color of the cloth as it's capable of that, but the wood in and of itself cannot change. It is the very heart and soul. It's the skin, really, of the ship. All right, well, well, it just to come down to a question, we try to make this as fast as we can. I can get down. Who else wants to go and who wants to stay on the ship? The, well, my question if I'm is... Using, if I'm using the fog, I have to stay with the ship. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'll go with you. Okay. Reloy, what do you want to do? Hmm. I could probably Should... go along. Maybe I, my uh, expertise would be of use here. Okay. Murad, if you need to get the ship out of Dodge, you get the ship out of Dodge, okay? We're not going to be too far from the ship, so you'll at least be able to give us warning. I'll have the let, sending uh, stones. Sending ring at the rings. Yeah, sending rings. Yeah, so long as you guys are within a thousand feet, I should be able to at least message one of you guys and then one of you can pass it on to the others if they're out of range. And I'll I'll have Mobius stay on the ship as well. Yeah. Have him slap me or something if something <laughs> happens. What? He can do that. He can control his, his thing. No, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, oh uh, have him slap me <laughs> if something happens. <laughs> Bites. Not, <right>. not bite. <laughs> <laughs> no bite. No bite. No All bite. Right. Holly, Cotton, and Roloy, as you disembark onto the ship and make your way into Cabal, you smell the smells of burnt wood, the shift of stone, and as well as this, this stench of sulfur, of rot, kind of pervasing the whole area. Yeah. Cotton would get Roloy up to date going... We saw Viscal out there, and we're not saying anything to Winry, so the her Kleenex doesn't give her too much of a headache just now. Ah, yes. So, that's what I mean by making this very quick. As you go around and you try and get a good idea, you find yourself in a <clears throat> town, and the city has been devastated. There are people lying dead in the streets. 
there is a there is a unbelievable amount of blood and gore that fill this area as you try to make your way closer to the center of the town you find yourself what what looks like to be this massive center building a cathedral uh where a lot of this carnage has led up to it led up to the cathedral mm -hmm. and it's just standing the only thing mm -hmm. who is the cathedral to it is a massive cathedral uh to what looks like to be a an old god an old god a god of the night a uh, one that represents the moon and the protection of the night cotton would walk up to the doors but just simply knock to hear if she hears anything As you knock, and with one slight tap, the she's not gonna step inside because, like, if anybody survived this, they're probably terrified. So she'll just stop for a second, and then she's just asking, "Is anyone here?" As. You hear the faint slumping of the sound of a body hitting stone. <sighs> like dead weight just hitting the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um Can we see the body? If you want to look in. I think I will. <laughs> As you look into the large building, you see what looks like to be the remains of many, many people lying dead on many of the pews and sitting towards the end of the altar, a broken statue of a goddess, and almost sitting at the bottom of it, cleaning their blade with a bloody red rag before tossing it away. See the eyes, these deep red eyes piercing through the darkness as if the sun is being blocked out from where the glass should be. The hair is long and golden and the armor large and intricate. Would Cotton recognize this? You would. Yeah, Cotton would see that and just put her hand on Holly's shoulder. We need to go. Please. Come inside. Let's go. Yep. <laughs> Almost as if, like, when... As you guys go to turn around... You see, standing at the doors as they go, all three of you see in the sunlight a pale 
humanoid individuals staring all three of you down. I said, please come inside. As all of you suddenly within the presence of this man, a heavy pressure on your shoulders. The eminence of a pirate lord in your nearby vicinity. Question. I know we have the rings, but do we have to actively be speaking to, into them to have it work, or can we just kind of leave it on like it's a little recording device to kind of like alert the you, other you, two? You have to. You have to bring it up to. It, it's kind right. of like the somatic aspect. Okay. You gotta speak into it. You have to put it like a phone, like you, you do the okay, phone so gesture. Okay, so Cotton will bring her hand up a little bit, but like almost like she's trying to protect like her neck, almost like in defense, and she's like, Viscal. Do I know well, you? that catches that catches Winter's attention. <laughs> yep, we were you, trying to avoid him, but here he is. You hear the name Winry, and suddenly you can't control yourself oh. as you immediately bolt off the ship, running into town, as if your arm is pulling you closer to the inside of the town. Dash action after dash action. She's yeah. she's going. Is Miran following? Yes. Just like a damn it. <laughs> yes. Listen, you're faster than her. You'll catch her. Yeah. Maybe even scoop Mobius you will up. hop on to one of your shoulders. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll. Okay. Grits. Pick up one under on one arm. Pick up the other on the other arm. <laughs> it's like I have the gauntlets <laughs> to help me. <laughs> Rolling around at the speed of sound. As he stares down the three of you. Uh, but hearing his name as he looks towards you, Cotton, do I know you? I've heard of you. Many have heard of me. But do I know you? No, not particularly. And she's not lying. <laughs> you look strong. As do you. Designed for war. Uh, thanks. I wonder what you're capable of. Uh huh. Not much. I bet you're capable of so much more than you think. Do I want to it? You dare not give in to your more baser instincts. And what would you know about my baser instincts? I can tell just how you stand. You prefer not to be that of a human, but until you resist your more bestial instincts. Is her bestial side getting angry? (laughs) His head turns and he looks towards the back of you, Holly. And you... You love death. War leads to it. 
We're enticed by it. War leads to imbalance. Leads to challenge. Strength. To fight. And to feel relief at death. And then the head turns towards you, Roloy. It's your back is turned. A unique smell from you. Sorry. <laughs> Tried to hold it. <laughs> you seem intent on something. Please come inside. Feast has only begun. As we didn't come here to fight. That's a disappointment. Because I did. In As Hollingrad? You feel almost like a breath behind your neck, Holly. Before Winry, as you're running up towards the cathedral and seeing the familiar face, you see as he was about to bite down onto Holly's neck. Could I say that Cotton was preparing a shocking graph since he's wearing armor? She wants the other two to get out of the range of this guy. <laughs> sure. Cool. <laughs> Sorry, I could. I've briefly distracted by it. Am I allowed to roll it or no? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. It's against his AC. I'm aware. Hello? Oh, I walked away at my phone earlier. Hold on. What row? What row? Get the phone. <laughs> Hello? Oh! This is a 20! Oh, natural <laughs> 20. Oh my god! Yay! Natural 20. As Plus you, four. As you swing your arm around and hit the abdomen, releasing this shock as it does. Go ahead and give you some damage. Alright, so just so you know, if he's wearing armor, he can't take reactions if we try to get out of his rage. Well, you hit him, so he can't take reactions regardless. I know, but if you're getting out of his reach... The armor just gave you advantage. Yeah, uh... Can't take reactions till the start of his next turn, so that's 1d8. Uh... Oh, it's 2d8 now, actually. Hell yeah. Uh, seven points of lightning damage. Is that, uh... Is that Uh, a crit version that you can double, or no? It's a touch attack, so that's up to Aaron. Uh... Uh, I believe if it is melee, it does do double. So I will account for 14. Okay. But She just, she wants the others to get out of the range of this guy. As you do, Cotton, make me a charisma saving throw. Oh boy. Charisma is a negative one. Hold on. I think the battery is dying on it. Right, right. Oh, no. 
Oh no! Can you connect, please? Fourteen. Fourteen? Yeah. As your hand leaves the abdomen, suddenly a massive pressure comes down onto you. As suddenly your legs become heavy and you immediately fall prone. The other two can get out. <laughs> yeah. As you see, he is now locked eyes with the one he has been shocked by. As you look up, he is smiling at what you've done. I like you. You have fight. <laughs> I had a feeling and you're not letting us go without a fight. <laughs> as you, Winry, seeing him. Already in your hand, conjured is the blade. Kill. 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 After seeing what he did to uh, Cotton, knocking her down like that, Winry is uh, inclined to listen to the blade. Alright. As you run up towards him, as you go in... To strike, go ahead and make me an attack with the cling hex blade. Uh, just uh, any kind of cling hex attack um, there. Okay. If it, if they are prone, it is with advantage. No, uh, he is not prone. Cotton, Cotton is prone. Is. Cotton's prone. Gotcha. Yeah, Sorry. she hit him I, and she hit the ground. Oh god. <laughs> Ouchie. All right. Ah, that was almost a 20. Okay, that was a 14 to hit. As you go running up to him, as you see he goes to lean down, his eye trails on you before he reaches for the blade and then pulls it out halfway through the sheath and it meets as this large clang reverberates into the cathedral and then back out. I'm sorry, who are you? Oh, that was the wrong thing to say to Wenry. You don't remember me? And I think she may at that point try another swing. You certainly try. But before you do that, roll me a charisma saving throw. No! Uh. You got that sorcerer oh, charisma. That's a 14. Oh don't you still have that inspiration? I do have that inspiration. 1d4? 1d6. Okay. Oh. Uh, where's the d6? There it is. Uh, that's an extra three, so 17. Fortunately, no. No, wait, hold on. Uh, yeah, 17. Damn it! Just barely, unfortunately. As you suddenly drop to your knees prone. And you try and go for a swing. Go ahead and make an attack with disadvantage. Well, that first one landed a 16. <sighs> that second one was a dirty 20. As 16. You try and swing up with the blade and point, you meet the plate and metal as it slips past, and you see as he then reaches down and grabs hold of your arm and pulls you close. Hmm. Oh. Nine, I do not remember you. 
she will spit on his face. You nearly burned down my island, you asshole. Did I? I've burnt down a lot of islands. So you're going to have to be a bit more specific. As he goes and makes an attack onto you. Hopefully. Uh, he's right there with me, so he's gonna uh, also get my sentinel from that then. Done with the disadvantage because you're prone. And yeah. he goes, <laughs> that's gonna be a 23 to hit. Um, well, that will hit, but let's see what the sentinel says. Uh, nine isn't gonna do shit. Yep. It doesn't matter. Like I just, it just provokes a an AO, AO, uh, opportunity attack on me. Yep. As he lands a hit, square fifteen points of bludgeoning damage straight to your sternum, as he's done before. <laughs> You're doing the same move again! I don't draw my blade for weak piglets. Ooh. As he picks you up and then throws you back ten feet. Can I try to <laughs> land? You do land. <laughs> uh, uh, still prone. <laughs> without, without hurting? Okay, fine. I'm a yep. ragdoll on the floor. Yep. Quick question. Was that critical damage? That was not critical damage. Okay. I would hope not. As you see as he walks away from you, Cotton, and kind of sees that he's being surrounded by all these individuals. I suppose I have time to play with all of you for a moment. As he sheathes his blade and he just opens his arms out come let this dance of war begin with that we'll go ahead and end today's session we avoided- I knew she didn't stand a chance but she was not going to let this stand <laughs> Listen, we tried to avoid Viscal because we're like, oh, it's Viscal. Gets on island. Oh, hey, Viscal. There he is. <laughs> Let's kill him. Uh, and like, he's, he's like, hey, he's just like, I want to play fight. And he's like, oh, yep, I guess I have time to fight you guys since you've brought more companies. Like, what? You're going to back out now there's, minutes, there's more people? Chris. You fucker. <laughs> <laughs> He knows the difference between a losing fight and war. <laughs> Alrighty. With that being said, uh, we're going to go ahead and jump on into some very quick announcements, and then we will uh, head on up. So, first and foremost, hi, welcome back. We're going to be filming with no plausible... Uh, <laughs> I guess breaks for the foreseeable future. Um, our consistent release schedule will be continuing on from this point onward or until something happens. But as far as, uh, as far as planning goes, we're going to be pretty much hauling towards the, uh, next big section for the game as we, uh, as we reach into this, uh, 
As for me, I do have some planned content coming up. Uh, I have a script. Uh, I have a few scripts in mind for some uh, some parody episodes that will be done over the course of this year. Uh, I am also hopefully going to be able to release the brand new uh, homebrew content that has been uh, uh, waiting in the wings, such as the Ertzi Heimel's Firearm magazine, as well as the. Uh, uh, the, uh, Rittermagus, uh, origin subclass for sorcerers, uh, soon. So, that being said, um, I don't really think I have too much else going on, aside from videos being in production. With that being said, thank you all. Uh, I will leave it now to Blue. Hey, Aaron. Yeah? I was trying to avoid a pirate lord. Anyway, hi, it's Blue, or Blue Cazenate. Uh, not much to report on my end, just doing a lot of the art for future guests and future things here, so I guess keep an eye out for those, but unfortunately they can't be posted until the episodes that say, hey, this is released, so, you know, that's not gonna be out till then. Um, really not much on my end. I have actually been trying to stream. You've, you've seen, I've been trying. Um, so if you want to follow that, you can follow my Twitch and then click on my little card link in the bio. It'll list my Twitch plus other places, including my own Discord server if you really want to, but it's fairly quiet. Uh, and that, I will toss it to Ray. Hello. Mirad was also trying to avoid a pirate lord. Uh, <laughs> yes, hi, I am Ray. Uh, also known as Key Inc. Uh, underscore art on Twitter um, and just key ink on blue sky. Um, you can find me on Tumblr and stuff. I don't post there nearly as much anymore, but um, let's see plans and schedules. I'm hoping to help finish some of the artwork for the, some of the things that are coming out. Uh, work has been keeping me very busy. Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Commissions are currently closed. Um, if you do feel interested on checking in on my commissions, you can always follow me on any of the social medias or poke me. I do not mind. Um, other than that, I have been slowly trying to chip away at some personal projects that may be revealed down the pipeline. We will see how my schedule fares if I can actually get a decent chunk of it done to present to you guys so exciting stuff on to you um i'm b i play holly hi b i never have anything good to say here and it always makes me nervous <laughs> you can always just tell people to <laughs> like and subscribe that could be part of your little ending yes thing. please do like and subscribe <laughs> and Become part of our Patreon. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. You can find me anywhere on the internet under Pastel Werewolf or Pastel Wolf or some amalgamation of those two things. Um, on to Connor. That's me. That's you. They can find me on a Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Tumblr, and Blue Sky at Distortion Devil. Uh, I stream uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays on my Twitch. Uh... Also working on some homebrew content for 5th edition. Uh, you can find my other homebrew content on the DMs Guild. 
Uh, I recently released the Fulgromancer spellbook, a bunch of lightning spells for 5th edition, and I'm currently working on the Photomancer's spellbook, which is a bunch of light and radiant-based spells. Hell yeah. Fun. That's about it. Alright. And last but not least, Kendra. Alright, well, uh, not much going on my end. Um... Oh, right. Uh, hi, my name's Kendra. Uh, I play Transient Day, and uh, I also did not want to fight a Pirate Lord. That's the whole reason we ran from the docks. But hey, guess what? We're fighting uh, Wenry's Pirate Lord. Hooray! Let's kill him. Um, oh, yes, please. Anyway, um, so not much going on on my end. And uh, aside from watching over the TikTok, which uh, by now uh, we're probably getting back to uh, regularly uploading... Uh, so, hey, uh, if you guys want to check out our TikTok, uh, you can find us at D6EOE. We made it much simpler and easier to find us. So, uh, you just, you just search up, uh, the letter D, the number six, the letters E, O, E, and there you go. All right. All right. Is that I think that may be it. That may be it. All right. Got shaking uh, I'm, just, the I'm dust, just excited. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to get back to it. it it's, uh. Very interesting story. Uh, but hey. Yeah. Uh, that being said, uh, nothing else pressing? I hope my new mic is okay. <laughs> I will it look for it. It sounds good. We just got to get you that boom arm. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. All right. That being said, thank you all so much for watching. Thank you all for hanging out with us. We'll be back next week. Stay safe out there. We love you. And as always... See you next Sunday. Good night, everyone. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of D6 Sandside. Come back next week for our next episode to hear the adventure continue. Thank you all so very much. We love you. And as always, see you next Sunday. <laughs>